Who loves orange soda? Is that gonna like clang the glass or something like that? Ow. <laughs> Real smart. Thanks, buddy. Proud of you. Uh, Dude loves orange soda. Orange soda is gonna get me through this show. Did you also put the screw in the tuna? <laughs> I did put the screw in the tuna. I love that episode. Uh, I am uh, exhausted. Uh, welcome to We Need Wrestling. Here I'm, we go. I'm not exhausted. I'm not like super awake, but okay. well. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the road. Yeah, well. I'm up till 3 a.m. watching Japanese wrestling. Nice. So. Well, you're a maniac. Uh, I was up till 3 a.m. driving home from Camden. So oh, whose fault is that? Pearl Jams. Um, yeah, I guess so. Kind of. Well, actually, the, the city planners of Camden, New Jersey, and well, the three cops uh, that were there to direct traffic with 25,000 people flooding the city gonna to blame, see Pearl Jam. If you're going to blame everything, blame it on New Jersey. Absolutely. Um but yeah, so Orange Soda will get me through this. Welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. Uh, I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Hello. Uh, my bro Chacho, my, my right-hand man. I have champagne supernova stuck in my it's head because now. because you look like a Gallagher brother. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I don't like this. I want to go yeah. shave my head now. No. I, I mean, I got, we can do that on air. <laughs> That'd be terrible audio. Okay, it would be. It would be yeah, because it would just be... And then me sobbing. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's all yeah, it would be. You know, some people, we could release it as ASMR. Hey, Doug. What's up, Doug? Um, Doug, you into that? So, I'm into, I'm into, <laughs> don't answer I'm, that, Doug. I'm into you. <laughs> uh, welcome to Weedy Wrestling, everybody. Uh, we uh, we have a week of wrestling to talk about. Um, Do we? I mean, as far as I know, nobody got bit this week in wrestling. Thankfully, it's been quiet. Yeah. And I saw somebody who was like, hey, Brian Danielson said, hey, everyone, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. And everybody Guess what? shut the fuck up. People have now shut the fuck up. Rightfully so. Listen, I think that a good rule in wrestling is don't make Chris Jericho look like he's morally superior to you. That's a fact. Because he's not. Um, sure ain't. But, uh, but yeah. So, but we got stuff to talk about. We do. Uh, we, we try to recap news in the beginning, and I don't think there's much. Uh, really quick, uh, NXT going back to black and gold. That is a Trips thing is having his way. Absolutely. They must have sold out of all the merch of that shit, and they didn't have to have any yeah. more back cataloged. Or, like, they shipped it off to, like, Venezuela, like they do the losing Super Bowl the, t-shirts. The one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0, and they're like, okay. Was it one-year anniversary? I believe so, Last yeah. Last year. Rest in peace. Uh, and uh, peace. So, that's happening. Uh, breaking news. Joe Henry. Joe Hendry re-signed with Impact Wrestling, so Impact's back, baby. I believe in Joe Henry. Uh, what, what channel is that on? Access I Television. That sucks. I think it's channel 340 on Am Direct I going to have to sign up for Impact Plus? Just to watch Joe Hendry. Don't do that. I've never seen Joe Hendry wrestle. He might be terrible, but that theme song. It's true. It's a mint. It is a very good theme song. Um, and uh, as of this recording, uh, as of its release, around 12 hours, I'm going to guesstimate probably more around 11. Uh, if you're listening to this afternoon, Friday, or after that, uh, Power Town is out. The wrestling figure line sure up is. for pre-order. Uh, we bought ours. If you're listening after Friday, are if you're not, are doing a little like future weekly purchase right now. Uh, is, that, is that what's happening? I guess so. I just wanted to promote it because I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I will be shocked if they ever actually make it into hands. Uh, I think they'll make it into hands. I'll be shocked if you see a series too. Yeah, I know Magnum TA has been helping promote it a lot. Yeah, him and uh, Greg and, and that's the per- that's what gives me pause. Motherfucking is, son of a bitch. It's because Greg Gagne, everything in Greg Gagne's hands turns to shit. 
<laughs> I love Greg Gagne. The only thing that remained good in good after Greg Gagne was involved was Highlander. I never saw Highlander. And the sequels uh, aren't great. Well, two's terrible. Three's like an apology, and then the rest aren't very great. And then Edge shows up in one of them. Uh, I know Edge was in one of them. I've never yeah, seen any of them. in two of them. Uh, well, one day we'll watch Highlander, because Highlander fucking rules. Highlander that. 2. <laughs> Highlander 3. They try and make up Shit for sandwich. it. sandwich. Yeah, Highlander 2. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, Greg Gagne's in the beginning of Highlander, uh, but sort of the free bird, so it balances out. That's what's most important. Um, and it's like Michelle's favorite movie, and her favorite movie involves wrestling because Michelle's a wrestling fan. She likes wrestling. Uh, we got a, we got a, we got we had it out about that this week, and that's not a. Did you really? That's not a thing. Not really. We don't really ever have a have it out. Oh, what, what, what We're adults. What happened? Uh, I just was teasing her about being a wrestling fan because she's a wrestling fan, yeah. and mentioned how on uh, Longbox Heroes and or maybe at odds she was brought up as a, as a yeah. closeted wrestling fan, uh, and you know. She uh, she's like, I'm not. And I'm like, you kind of are, though. Yeah, she she no, I'm not. She totally like, is. But you kind of are. Yeah, you kind of are. Uh, you know, so. But that is what it is. Michelle loves wrestling. Um, that's that's the, the Michelle needs wrestling. It's, a, <laughs> it's the spinoff of this podcast. Um, it's a YouTube show where she just beats the shit out of me <laughs> with my own wrestling action figures because she's sick of them in the house. Um, so hey, let's buy those Power Town figures. All right. Uh, so buy your Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brodies because they're going to be the ones that are all all over the place. And yeah. buy your uh, buy your buy your Luthez. Uh, cause there's, cause there's only gonna be like three of them in circulation. Dude, I remember when the first line got announced, I think it was Myers was like, who the fuck wants a Luthes action figure? Right. Like, no disrespect. Right. He goes, well, I don't think there's really people clamoring for a Luthes. <laughs> Not toyetic. Luthes. Yeah. Right. And like Vern Gagne, like, and they're bundling like the Brody and the Hanson. With the Vern Gagne, which makes sense, I guess, because those two are going to move and you want to move your Vern. I, I would assume they have, uh, it's, I'm going to guess they're, they're made they, to order, they know right? Their, they know their projections. Right. So. I, but I imagine the pre-order is going to match, like they're going to do the pre-order and that's what gets made. That's what gets produced. Sure. Probably some overrun, right? Um, And they know that Stan and, so the bundles are everything and yeah. or it's Stan and Bruiser Brody. And Vern Gagne or Kerry Von Erich, Magnum TA, and Luthes. Uh, and I get it because you you pair them up. Hopefully, the discount's good, and you can because you're probably going to have to meet a minimum to keep them at the price. I'm you sure. have to have a, a minimum order in already for materials, and the sure. more you order, the bigger the discount. All yeah. that kind of shit. Yep. If you get in the action figure game, uh, the- theoretically, in any sort of mass pr- production game, you should know that. Maybe some people don't understand that in the action figure world, but that's what it is. Um, so I understand pairing them together. I I don't want a Vern Gagne action figure. If the price is right, I'll get one uh, with the bundle. But um, Vern, it's interesting that they would do that. Like that. That's where they went, though. Like you would think they would try and unify it a little better. And I guess you go on this first wave on who you can sign for something that may or may not ever show up. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, I, I think there might be a bigger appeal if you were instead of Magnum. And again, I, I like Magnum. Magnum would have been a superstar. He's had a WWE elite. Yeah, uh, he does. You know, and it's nice one. Um, but like, I, I would wonder if there'd be more of an appeal with having Kerry Von Erich. If you did a couple of Von Eric, did did if you're if you're going for old guys, do Fritz, do Carrie and Kevin, or you know like, what about David? No. Okay. Um, just no. What about Lance? 
Absolutely not. What about Lacey? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but it's fine. Luthez is, is you know, that's, he's a, a legend. He's, you know, the sort of the grandfather of all yeah. this in a, in a way. Um, are those, you know, those, that, that's the six though, right? There's only six yeah, there's in this only line? Six in the first Because there's no Carl Gotch. Like no. They didn't make a Gotch or anything. No, originally it was supposed to be Cowboy Ted DiBiase. Right, and they pulled him yeah, to put in Brody because they want to make money. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I think they were told, hey. Yeah, right. You can't do this. Right. He, <laughs> just because it's not Million Dollar Man, Ted, doesn't mean we want to let you use his likeness for action figures. Yep. Especially in a world where they're putting out Mean Mark Calluses. Uh, I, I was just looking at my yeah. Mean Mark Callus the other day. Yeah. It's a great figure. They should, I'm telling you, they should put out, they start hitting all that other stuff. Hit the fucking Sid in the hockey mask, like Unibomb, like hit the, do everybody. The ding dongs. Hit everybody you fucking can. PM why not? News. At this point, why not? PG 13. Hit everybody. Give me a Wolfie D figure. Um, Evad Sullivan. Uh, that's the first dysle- dyslexic hero. It's <laughs> true. Um, can spell his own name. Anyway, uh, so so that's what's going on. Yep. Uh, next week we'll talk about what we bought them, how much we bought them for, and what sure. kind of scam they ripped us off with. Sure will. Because uh, shipping isn't out there. Nope. Pricing for the bundles isn't out there. Nope. Uh, and you know it's 45 a figure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is pricey because shipping, I would assume, is going to be ten. Yeah, so you're looking probably minimum hundred bucks, right? I I would assume. Um, so if you're looking at a hundred bucks, I would. Uh, my guess, the bundle, I would, I would, I would go like a buck twenty on the three. Yeah. Uh, you know, like which not is ten dollars, not fifteen dollars off, whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, which. And but then also I would try and keep shipping the same, uh, or do free shipping if you buy a bundle or something. You know, do do it one twenty five free shipping for the bundle something. Uh, you know, if you do what one thirty five forty five forty five forty five. Is that what that is? Yeah, that ain't gonna cut it. I think you gotta if you're if you're bundling for real yeah, and you, you, you want have these, to do a deal right and you <laughs> yeah. want these verns to move. Yeah. I think minimum is twenty bucks off. Maybe, yeah, you know, I agree. Um, but but you also can't. It's also going to be far enough away from the just the two figures being like ninety. Run if it's 100. also an egregious price. I'll just say fuck you. I'm just buying the two. Right. Exactly. You know, like exactly. I only need yeah. Hanson and Brody. Yeah, if the it. deal isn't really fucking good, I'm not having a Vern Gagne on my fucking shelf. No. And I don't know if there'll ever ever be flippability Probably on not. these uh, unless it crashes and burns horribly and it's some sort of weird relic. But. Yeah. Nobody's clamoring for a Vern Gagne. That's true. A Vern Gagne. Uh, I would even partially rather a fucking a Greg Gagne. But anyway, in the yellow tights, the ball, the ball spot. Yeah. Talking action. Yeah. Uh, Cussing at people. <laughs> but um. So so yeah. So that's I guess that's all the news, right? We don't yeah, really have man, anything else. That's fucking it. All right. How are you, pal? We didn't do that part of the show. I'm I, good, I jumped dude. the gun here. You I'm good? You chilling, good. All right. Chilling with life. Good. Uh. Clerks three was sick. Should, we did. We saw Clerks three this week. Not go, wrestling related, you should but go see it. Um, yeah, like yeah, just it's only in theaters till Sunday around here anyway. Yeah, I think that's about all they're so, doing. Unless uh, you catch it with with Kevin Smith himself on the road somewhere. Yes, so, um, but it was really good. Yeah. Recommend it. Uh, that's a big. That was a ringer. Was it? I'm it sorry. sure was. Apologize. Um, I'm spinning my phone here. But um, I uh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of wrestling related because Chris Jericho's and I'm like, no, that was the last one. That was Jason Bob reboot, reboot where he yeah. played a clan, played a Klansman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, Clerk Street was good if you're of that mindset. 
Go yeah, see it. I, I, I recommend it. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a ton. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm trying to talk the, the, the female and oh. going to it on Saturday, mm. so we'll see. The female. Yeah, the female. It's a really nice way to refer to her. I don't know how else to refer That's to fine. her. That's fine. It's just it's accurate. Yeah, she's, she's a female. Fact what she is. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, uh, Clerks Three was really good. Uh, I was at uh, Pearl Jam last night. Thanks for asking. And uh, <laughs> uh, Pearl Jam was really good. They're not my band. Uh, it was from it was uh, a gift from Michelle because she loves them, and they're actually really good. We had a really good time, and uh, I got to watch some fucking dude freak out when Eddie Vedder was talking about his. Uh, Social and political views. So that's a really interesting thing to go see Pearl Jam and ha- basically have no clue about who you're seeing. Dummies are dummies. Dummies are dummies. So uh, and I bought a $9 can of Liquid Death. and uh, Was it carbonated at least? I don't know. It was just a white can. It just tasted like it was just tasted so oddly. So it was just water. Just water. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was $9. I don't remember the money. Because I, I also bought beers. Uh, it was at the, the Freedom Mortgage, which used to be BB&T. Uh, they have a Tony Luke's in there. I didn't. No, there was so many fucking people. Uh, It took so long to get in there, and I was like, Tony Luke's is open when we're leaving. I'm getting a fucking Tony Luke's, and it wasn't open. It's unfortunate. Right. I ate fucking uh, 7 Eleven hoagie from the uh, Hunlock Creek, or no. Is that, that, no, the Hickory Run rest stop? The Hickory Run rest stop. That's what I ate on my way home. (laughs) I was hungry. It was good. Eh, that's, uh, that's debatable. That and a Snickers ice cream bar. But, that's uh, always good. Always good. That's the best. Is Snickers ice cream bar, uh, thanks for joining the wrestling podcast, everybody. <laughs> is Snickers ice cream bar a candy bar? Or is it because it has ice cream in it, it's it's not classified as a candy bar? I don't know. That's a good fucking question, right. man. Because if it's a candy bar, it's the single greatest candy bar ever made. I love it. I love it. A uh, ton. But I don't know how fair it is because it's I ice cream. I think it's an ice cream bar. I think bar. it's tough. Yeah, it's ice, it's ice cream. cream bar. You'd have to compare it to like ice cream sandwiches and other stuff like that. Yeah. Because uh, I don't like a regular Snickers. They're okay. Not, yeah, not my thing. But ice cream Snickers, Snickers, Snickers ice cream bar, it's, it's yeah. uh, far and above the best thing that you can put in your mouth. Yeah. Um, well, that's debatable. Eh, it depends on who you're debating with. Um but all right, we need wrestling. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Uh, we got lots of shit to talk about. You got lots of shit to talk about. I was a busy boy this this week. I'm I mean, going to talk about the wrestling I was, that I watched. I was camping over the weekend, which feels forever ago. I'm sure. Uh, Probably feels like it didn't even happen. Right. So I was. I had no internet, no service, no cell service over the weekend. So I watched nothing until I got home Sunday. Uh, so I only watched AEW on our watch list. So you, sir, get to lead us through what you watched uh, and... I will uh, comment with... You, you uh, will say, okay, I, cool. Right. Mm-hmm. I will join yep. in with my usual interesting and hilarious commentary. There you go. Uh, so I had a little uh, tour of Aussie Open okay. this uh, week on Impact. Uh, they faced off against Ace Austin and Chris Bay. They were making their Impact de- debut. As, okay. Oh, uh, Aussie Open was? Yeah. And, and against Bullet Club. Yeah. Right. So Aussie, yeah, so it's Aussie, uh, Aussie Open versus Bullet Club. Okay. Um, yeah, it's good. Okay, <laughs> I mean, fantastic. That's all I watched from Impact. Okay. There's nothing really right. else happening right. there right now that I give a uh, shit Joe about. Joe Hendry. Well, that'll that's that aired tonight. So, uh, believe in Joe Hendry. It's the best. Uh, and then I watched from New Japan Strong. Mm. Uh, by <laughs> that's good. 
<laughs> but I, re- uh, I read what? it was. I read a uh, friend of the show. I only uh, drank thirty six ounces of orange soda since this podcast started. That was quick. Um, I read friend of the show, friend of my life. Uh, Kevin Ford's review, he writes up for New Japan Strong. Okay. I uh, read his review, and he said, hey, New Japan Strong was probably the best episode they've had so oh, yeah. far. Okay. Uh, and we got time to watch the main event. Yeah. Uh, he's I, a good egg. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that Kevin Ford guy. Yeah, he's all right. Um, watched uh, Aussie Open, yeah. who are the New Japan Strong open weight tag team champs. Okay. Uh, against the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Are they the inaugural open Yes. Take? Okay. Yep. Of, okay. Uh, Royce Isaacs and yes. Jarrell Nelson. Yes. Uh, DeWicky likes one of them a lot. He likes Royce West Coast Wrecking Crew a lot. Oh, he likes the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a fan of them. Okay. Uh, they run... Other than New Japan Strong, they're Team Filthy and New Japan Strong. Okay. Uh, they run like that uh, West Coast Pro. Mm-hmm. They don't run it, but they work they it They run a lot. in it, yes. Um, they run with it. Yeah, it was good, man. Aussie Open. I'll tell you what. I'm a big fucking fan. Yeah. Those guys They're really are good. awesome. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. So if you have time, go out of your way to watch that. That's I'm a always, fun I'm always watch. impressed by their size. They're a lot bigger big. than you think. Yeah. Someone said that the one dude, Mark Davis, has a mom built like a – or has a uh, ass built like a Pixar mom. Okay. And I was that's, like – That's a compliment. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. hilarious. Okay. Uh, but yeah, dude, they're fucking really good, and I'm super impressed with them. Okay. And – uh Apparently, like, they used to not be great. But, oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I enjoy them a lot. What What happened? Why were they not great? What happened? Like, singles-wise. Okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah like, the Mark Davis used to be, like, I think his nickname was, like, Dunkzilla or some shit like that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Weird, right, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I thought the matches were fucking awesome. I was like, I enjoy Aussie Open. So, okay. I would love to see them in action one day. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, cool. be a, That'd be a fun I'm match. I'm sure it'll be a possibility. So, in the world of Triple H, I watched okay. Triple H. Um, yes, I watched from SmackDown. Uh, I thought you, I thought you miss said Triple A, and I was like, oh, we're watching Mexican wrestling no, for the show. But now? I did get a good deal on Triple A this week. I what? re-signed up for it. Really? Yeah. They have a streaming service. No, for like the actual oh, like Mid Atlantic uh, Automobile Association, oh. whatever the fuck okay. it is. Yeah, had a nice deal. It okay. was uh, right. it was half You're price. Swerved me there. Yeah, it was half price. Uh-huh. For one year. Yeah. Plus, I get an extra driver on it. Okay. So, you know. What does that mean? Like, if I take your car, Triple A still show up? Yeah. Oh. So, right. you know. If That's you ever, nice. If you ever need me. Okay. Holler at me. All right. So. Um, also, I, like, you can come and, like, if, if I'm in trouble, you can, if you're in the car, they'll come too. That yeah. kind of thing. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's so, good. Yeah. That's good. And with your with your checkered past, you might need it a couple times. I probably will, knowing yeah. me. Uh-huh. Considering I, I think they'll bring you what, like five gallons or so? Yeah. That, listen, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Dude, I was actually fucking all right, that's so sorry. Bren has that too. She it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As as I know. Yes. <laughs> um I was talking to my uncle the other day and I'm like, Yeah. I was like, I gotta get new brakes on my car, which that's happening Tuesday. Right. I was like, then I. That's good. Those shits sounded scary. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> grindy. So I gotta get that, and then I was like, oh yeah, let's uh, figure. I'm due for an oil change too. Yeah, Why not? Right. He's like, you think about getting a new car? Yeah. I was like, I've been fighting it for a year and a half to like. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm back time. and forth, and he's just like, it's the worst time. He goes, but wouldn't it feel nice to like drive around something nice? I'm like, it does feel nice? Yeah. He goes. But the payment would suck, wouldn't it? And I was like, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. So I'm fighting that fight. Yeah. Speaking of fights. Right. Smackdown. Smackdown. 
Um, it opened up, and this is the only thing I watched from it. Okay. The team of the Brawling Brutes. Okay, so Butch. Yes, who's and... just in Pete Dungear now. Okay, all right. Ridge Holland. still being called Butch. Yes, okay. and Seamus. Okay. Against Imperium. Oh, okay. Of so this feud's still happening? Walter Gunther. Yes. Um, <laughs> Walter Gunther, they just should call him that. Yeah. They should just say, oh, yeah. Gunther's been his last name this yeah, whole time. Yeah, Walter Gunther. Walter Gunther. Um, Giovanni Vinci Fabian Eichner. Yeah, that's a dumb name. And Ludwig Kaiser, don't remember, Marcel Bartel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, dude, this was a fucking barn burner. Yeah? It opened the show. It was fucking well, I mean, so uh, good, I man. would guess Rich Holland. I mean, I, I wouldn't guess. Rich Holland is your worst worker yeah, there. Yeah, he's the but, worst one. Uh, you know, and I mean. Dude, they made, they let Giovanni Vinci fly around a bunch. In, in Biggie's career. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Imperium are, are good, and, and Butch, is, Butch is a good professional wrestler, and Sheamus is cool. Yeah, so it was it was really good, man. I saw their their clash at the castle got five stars from Meltzer. Yeah, that's a uh, that's impressive and surprising. Meltzer gave not that you know this is worth worth yeah. The Meltzer's shit, full of shit, but he gave that and Cody Rollins both five stars this year. Hmm. That's like the first time WWE's had two five star matches. It's probably paying them off more or something. Um, giving them more access. More on mentioning five stars later. Yes. Uh, and then Monday Night Raw, the only thing I watched, just because I was like, oh, first match back. I watched Johnny Gargano versus Chad Gable. Oh, yeah, Gargano had a match? Yeah, it was real good, oh, man. Good for him. Um, yeah. You know, they're they're kind of teasing, like, uh, him and Kevin Owens. Did you see the bump? I sure did. The, the, that the, Joe the, put up with the Panda the Express. The Panda Express. And good for, good for them. John Thorne. Good for them having John Thorne on, letting them mention AIW, talk, the, talk about, like, that these guys had histories before. And the bump is, like, good for right. that. And yeah. plus... Triple H, like, he's been mm-hmm. very open. He's like, no, these guys had careers before this mm-hmm. shit. Like, yeah. on Clash of the Castle, they were talking, like, mm-hmm. our EOS Rise match, they mentioned, like, Triple Tails, which is, like, her yeah. stable and stardom. Right. Like, they're like, yeah. what? I'm like, what the fuck? Um, That's cool. Like, talked about, like, oh, Seamus, when he was in, like, Irish Insane Wrestling mm. or some shit like that, you know? <laughs> like, oh, he's come a long way since then. Yeah. Like that's weird. Old IIW. Um, but I like that they're mentioning that. Yeah, it's cool. Other places exist. Yeah. Um. All right. So, <laughs> next thing I watched was uh, DDT. Okay. They had Kanosuke Busy Man Takeshita's tenth anniversary yes. show. Um. Good for him. Takeshita. They gotta get. The, they gotta get this shit in now because he's coming back, and I think he's already back, ain't he? Uh, in uh, October. Yeah. He's coming here. Uh, here, to Bear Creek. Yes, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be on the show. Yes, yeah, I'd want. We invited him. He said yes. Um, he's gonna come. He's Suzuki's the new third chair. Eventually, he's gonna replace me. Um, Nakajima's coming over to the states. He's California, yeah. But hey, you don't know how long it could be for. Yeah, that's you true. know, yeah. I, that'd be wild if right. it's like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do a tour. Sure. Like how that Marufuji Kingston was a one-off for Marufuji. Yeah, super weird. He didn't do anything else. It was no. weird. Yeah. Imagine how much money they paid him for eight minutes. Oh man, that's so sad. Um. I did watch a few matches from this. Uh, Takeshita pulled double duty. Okay, because he's a superstar. So, he had a tag match. It was him and Yuki Ueno. They're okay. in a stable called 37 uh, Kamina. Okay, in a row? Yes, in a row. Versus Kid Lycos and Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks. Why do I know that name? He's the guy with the shoulder thing. What shoulder thing? The shoulder harness. Okay. You fucking mentioned him once <laughs> I on didn't. Here. I swear to God, I, I swear did. to God, no, you I did. I did. That, that doesn't sound like me. I, it, it, it's you, damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was real good. It was like a fun, like, Takeshita, it, it just 
kind of showcase. It was a sprint mm-hmm. tag match. You know what I mean? Good yeah, match, though. Real good. Um, then they had another one I watched was Junakiyama. Okay. Teaming with Tetsuya Endo. Okay. Tetsuya Curb Endo. Yes. <laughs> and Yuji Haino. Okay. Versus Kasuzada Higuchi, who he's the current KOD yeah. uh, Openweight Champ. Uh-huh. Um, Naomi Yoshimura and Yukio Noya. Uh, that second team that I mentioned, it was just Haas, Haas, Haas. Okay. A lot of Haases in the making, which makes me real happy. Let's turn DDT into the Haas promotion. Okay. Let's um, do it. Junakiyama's team, though, they get the win. Of course. Mm. You know why? Because it's fucking Junakiyama. Right. That's why. Yeah. More on that one. Hmm. Um, next match that I watched was Mr. DDT, uh, which is Harshima. Okay. Teaming with Shinya Aoki, mm-hmm. going up against Yukio Sakaguchi okay. and Minoru Suzuki. Oh, okay. Uh, so Suzuki working DDT. He was there. He's been there for a bit. Hasn't yeah. He? Well, I like it, like how these guys are. They're real freelance. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's that's cool to me. Then mm-hmm. you know, New Japan just goes, yeah, go ahead, go work it. Like, go make money. Yeah. Who cares? Right. Just don't get fucking hurt. Basically. Right. Um, but yeah, Suzuki, make sure make sure you're still available to us. But the I think the youngest person in this match was 39 years old. Okay, I like uh, it. So it was a bunch of old. Dudes. It was Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. So yeah. So it was just a bunch of old dudes beating the shit out of each other, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Suzuki, obviously, his team gets the win. Yeah. Uh, then main event was uh, Takeshita mm-hmm. versus Daisuke Harada. Okay. Daisuke Harada, he's kind of like the like the goth dude. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember a match that you watched from DDT a little while ago. It was, him versus Mao. It was yeah. like a death match that mm-hmm. kind of had like the crucifix. Whatever. Yeah, he's got long hair. He puts the dark under his eyeballs. Exactly. Is he? Dude, this match was awesome. Yeah. Takeshita is, is just like the he's biggest star. Yeah, for sure. Like, I haven't yeah. like seen a dude where I'm like, oh, man, yeah. this guy's a fucking stud. Like, yeah. in, in a while. When, when he comes back over, I'm going to assume he's going to come back to AEW. Or he will. I would assume that Tony Khan would try and tie him up in some way. Well, and because uh, he's very openly said, yeah. like, no, I want to make my living wrestling in America. Right. That's what I want. Um, and uh, everybody on that roster should watch out. If you have a if you have a, a lower than like main title in in that co- in a, in a wrestling company in the United States and mainly AEW, uh, get ready to drop it. Just imagine you're going to drop it to, to cash it. Should like Wardlow should be having nightmares about to cash it yeah. right now. Uh, Pack, even though he's going to drop it to OC, more on that later. Uh, you're gonna, you just, you don't don't sleep because Takeshi is waiting and he needs one of them. Man, I it's gonna cannot happen. wait till he's back. It's gonna happen. I really can't fucking wait yeah. till he's back, dude. It's gonna be so good. Um, so the last show that I watched other than AEW mm-hmm. was the Just Tap Out mm-hmm. Takataichi Despimania. Is, is Just Tap Out sponsored by Tap Out? No. Okay. But this is Takamichi Noku's mm-hmm. uh, his wrestling yeah. organization, mm-hmm. which I was like, isn't it just Michi Noku Pro? But no, so that no. was never actually really I know. his. Yeah, 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 I had to like look into that last night. Well, um, but this was Taka's... Michinoku is not even his real last name. No, he's not actually a Michinoku family member. It's like gifted to him by. Yeah, yeah. This was his thirtieth anniversary show. It's a long time, but it makes sense. A lot of anniversary shows happen. Yeah, happening right now. Like we're getting of... Takeshi's thirtieth anniversary. Yeah. Right. Taka's or tenth. Taka's thirtieth mm-hmm. anniversary. I would say right. Takeshi's not even thirty. No. <laughs> yeah, and Akiyama's is coming up more yeah. on that later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's you know the Japanese wrestling hit a really interesting point in the nineties and sort of uh, you know set off a lot of 
legendary statuses. And Taka's that too. People don't really talk about him much. Uh, you know, he doesn't do super like things of super importance in Japan, but like he's the only in at least in the nineties, the only uh actual cruiserweight that like WWE was ever able to get over. I mean, Waltman doesn't count because Waltman was mixing it up with other people. Yeah. Uh, and Waltman's great. But, like, when they tried to have a cruiserweight division like WCW had. The, the light heavyweight division. The light heavyweight division. Like, Taka's the only one that ever got over. Do you Taka's theme song? Uh, Taka's theme song kicked ass. I don't. It's real cool. Yeah. We, should, we, should, we should listen to it later. But, um... Yeah, and then Kai and Tai and everything. I mean, like they had Sasuke over and stuff, but he never stuck. Dude, Taka. those matches like yeah. Taka and Sasuke. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, like Vince McMahon just like ho ho. Yeah. Like, oh, they're so good. Yeah, um, and it, it was it's a weird point in WWF too because around that was like the same time they had the the deal with uh, all Japan women, so they also yeah. had to beef up the women's division. Brought over murderers, actual murderers. I love like, to beat up like yeah. fucking Alundra Blaze. I love going back and like watching some of those matches. Yeah. Just be like, Jesus Christ, this was happening on television. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's insane. And and it never, and it didn't connect. <laughs> no, it just didn't. Like, God, could you imagine now? I know. Oh. Right? Uh, so from this, I watched four matches. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I watched one. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I me, watched. Go me, look at me go. Uh, Makai and Murray, this was a women's tag match. Okay. Um, Makai is currently in stardom. Okay. Um, versus AO. I don't know how to pronounce it. A-O-I is the name. A-O-I. Right. Yep. Sure. She has like a weird, like like a B-boy gimmick. Like a, okay. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, and uh, Tomoka and Naba. This is okay. real fucking good. Crowd, this is a, cr- a cheering crowd, so which made everything way better. And the crowd was super hot all night, which was real good. Um this was sick. It was the second best match on the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So hey, I I will always try to give uh, any sort of Joshi a chance. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. I wish I had. I wish nowadays. I had more time. Like that's because I'd like to watch more Tokyo yeah. Joshi Pro. I'd like to watch Stardom, but I'm already stretched in the way. Yeah. That's um. Like that would be like if I had time, that would be where I would go. Like I want, I would watch Stardom. That's what yeah. I would make room for. I just don't. Yeah, because everybody says it's like the best promotion yeah, right, in the world. Right. But, but what do I give up? I that's have to, that's I ha- the thing. You have to I, give something up. Right. I have to continue letting Noah disappoint me. So, I uh, I watched the uh, Hiroki Goto teaming with Raihusuke Taguchi. Yes, I showed you clips. I sent you clips yeah, of that versus Tai Chi. And Yoshitatsu. I was like, Yoshitatsu? Mm-hmm. Yoshitatsu, the the boy club hunter forever. He's just wrestling in, like, black trunks now. Terrible. He looks like shit. Didn't he kill somebody? Yoshitatsu? Yeah. I don't know if Who was the guy that was in the WWE that came to the WWE because he killed somebody in training? Kenzo Suzuki? Ken- was that who it was? Yeah, we were just talking about this, like, a week and a half no, ago, we were we absolutely I'm were. Gonna, I'm going to chalk this up to the Chris Brooks thing, and you're just losing no, your mind. Doug's going to remember because we were. I know we were. I, I, say, I, we were clearly talking about. I remember it. talking about Kenzo Suzuki. Was yeah. that who he was? Was that yeah. who he was called in WWE? Yeah, too? And, he had, and he had the lady with him. Yeah, uh, and he won the tag team titles with Rene Dupree. Hmm. SmackDown 2005. Okay. <laughs> what was it? Was it Kenzo Suzuki in Japan too? Yeah, it was okay. Kenzo Suzuki in Japan. Was Yoshi Tatsu in the WWE? Yeah, Yoshi Tatsu was WWE. Okay, well, that's why I'm it was being confused. fucking terrible. Yeah, well, he still, still is. Yeah, oh, still real bad. I feel bad. Like so, Tanahashi, like he does a, a blog, and I read it because it gets translated. Tanahashi man. Yeah, I and- saw he did one today on uh, him and Shibata. Chiabata bread. See, I thought th- th- I know he did one about Danielson. Too. I saw one that said it was Tanahashi. Just des- describes his 
difficult and layered relationship with Shibata. They do. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but the one time he was talking about Yoshitatsu, and he's like, man, I always thought, like, this guy was going to get it, and he just never did. Yeah. Like, he just never got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just never clicked for some Yeah, people. it just never clicked for yeah. him. Sure. Um, but it was fun. Taguchi got to show off his red panties. Mm-hmm. I saw so, that part. That's hilarious. That's really all you need Listen, to see. That dude does does a nice yeah. little like tackle drop down spot with, yeah. the, with his pants around his ankles, yeah. uh, and then fucks up the leapfrog because his pants are around his ankles. He's he's the man. He is. Um, he's looking good too. Looks like he get a little bit better shape. Like maybe he's trying to. Yeah, he looks good. Trying to do something. I like for him real doing for like bit. the like the puff puff a stomach yeah. out, sucking up <laughs> the, the flex. Yeah. Uh, so the next match I watched mm-hmm. was. Dick Togo. Uh, Dick Togo. Gato. Dickamania, baby. And the great Sasuke. Okay. Versus Shima. Mm-hmm. Takamichi Noku. Okay. And Kaz Hayashi. Okay, all right. This was purely a, hey, I know everyone here. How's, I'm how's, watching this from name yeah, value. How's Kaz Hayashi looking? Kaz is looking pretty good, man. Yeah, not okay. going to lie. He's actually yeah. it's still in really good shape. Is he shape. a regular wrestler anywhere? Uh, no, I just think he's a freelancer. Okay. Surprised he's not Noah. Yeah, you think like all the old. Yeah, he'd be perfect in there, but all right. Um, but yeah, this was just a I pure like, like Katsuyoshi. A pure nostalgia watch, just because yeah, yeah. I know all the names and it's familiar. And hey, it's fun. Crowd was super into it, so it was it was an all right match. Yeah. Uh, main event though, El Desperado versus Jun Kasai. Yes. In a death match. For the fucking ages. Yeah, we just watched that. We did. Uh, so I watched it last night, and I was like, dude, we have to watch this again. Um, I love this. Mm-hmm. I think it may be one of the best death matches ever. Wow. Um, simply because it's not just tube, 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 you know? like mm-hmm. And listen, part of me, hey, that's, that's there's sometimes all I need is just a, a tube smashing fest. That's, sure. that's all I need in my life. Sure. Um, but this, like, there was actually wrestling in it. Yeah, it was and very well wrestling. good wrestling, yeah, for too. Sure. Um, you know, not just, like, punch, kick, punch, kick. It's like, no, tackle, drop down, have yeah, a take they, over, you know? Like, yeah, they wrestled an actual match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the deathmatch spots were brutal. Yeah, it was really good. I, for how brutal it was, I was shocked at the... the Little amount of blood. I mean, there was blood. There was, but, but yeah, it wasn't you know, like a blood bath. Yeah, you know, right. I've seen worse matches that aren't death matches. Where right, people exactly. Um, but yeah, it was good. It's it's wrestled really well. Uh, there's gross stuff in it. it. It is everything that you could want, really. Even maybe if you're not a death match fan, you might even like this match. Yeah, if you can get past the the blood and guts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I did, man. I loved it so much. Um, I love the post match promo with Jun Kasai. Yeah, I love the story that they were telling. Like, Desperado and then him have been feuding back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jukasai gets on the mic and he's just like, you know, before this match, you said you didn't care if you lived or died in this ring. Yeah. And you're a fool to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, no man should be welcoming death, especially when there's men that are, like, thriving to live and can't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, this, that was sad, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, right. Uh, but he's like, look at all the shit you've done in your career. You're in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. You are popular. You've been at the top of the junior division. Mm-hmm. Like, you're a fool if you want to die. Yeah. Like, you should not. And he goes, death match wrestling isn't about death. It's about living and, like, hitting that higher level. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. Why is Ju Kasai cutting one of the best promos? <laughs> like, this is so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, and Desperado was like, I apologize, and I will never talk that way again. Mm-hmm. And I will strive to live. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, then he... He pulls out a rose. He's like, you gave me this after our last match. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
I dry pressed it. I hope it did a good job. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, please, will you fight me again? Yeah. He goes to give the rose, and Kasai flips him off. They laugh, and they fist bump. Huh. Uh, and then Kasai goes and he gets his adorable little daughter. Right. Yes. <laughs> Amanda Kasai. Yeah, yes. Amanda Kasai. Right. Whoa! <laughs> My head! <laughs> No, it's Amanda Kasai. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you have a daughter in wrestling. Her name's Amanda. What's your name, little girl? <laughs> Amanda. Amanda what? Amanda Crazy Monkey. Do a cartwheel, honey. Holy shit, that little girl's going to grow up to be... <laughs> She's going to grow up to be an ultimate wear Drew Kasai hybrid. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Um, but yeah, I fucking love this, man. It was a really good match. Yeah, I for sure. really, like, I adored it. Good. And I'm kind of like, hmm, we only have, uh, well, what, a couple weeks left and it'll be the end of the third quarter. So we'll have to get our oh, matches. Oh, you're going to make me think about matches I watched Matches for the end of the third quarter. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of good matches. And yeah. I don't know if it's recency bias, but. This is uh, this is towards the top for me, man. I yeah. fucking loved it. So uh, I have much. no concept of time, so I don't know what was when. But let me see. Uh, well, you have all the G one. Oh yeah, all the G one. That's true. You have um, AEW pay per views. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah? What's this quarter? I don't even know. Well, it's a, third quarter. What yeah, is third? third quarter. What, yeah, but what is third quarter run? What month does that run? July, what's the August, six months? July, August, September. Oh, okay. When was when was Death Before Dishonor? I don't remember. F- I think, F- uh, FTR Briscoe's Yeah, too? I don't remember. God damn it. Right, I think that might have been June. That's probably. I haven't added to my list Yeah. since then. But well, I'll figure it out. you have some time to think about yeah. it. Because really, I guess we'll talk about it uh, in two weeks. It's the 29th of September. Mm-hmm. So can shit happen on the 30th of September to make a late uh, push for for the end of the quarter? Uh, or prob- maybe we can talk about October 6th? Probably not. But we could talk about it then because we'll be at... AEW the day before, so we won't have a watch list necessarily because yeah. we'll be at the show. So we could do that. We'll figure it out. You just let me know, and I'll put my list together I like will. literal hours before you show up. That's that's the uh, way you work. And, I I'll, like and I'll pretend that like I really deeply yeah, thought yeah, about you really it. Really cared about it. And yeah. I really cared and thought about what matches me and, me and Meltzer are going to give five stars. Oh God, we knocked that off. Um, well, that's the Melts man right I, there. Well, speaking of. Yeah. Uh, all I have left is AEW. All right, let's talk it up. So let's Rampage. Talk about it, pal. Talk it out. Let's do it. Uh, Rampage. Let's do it. Let's make this an all-time short show. Let's just fucking end it now. Why? Well, I don't have it now. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be quick, but uh, Rampage. I, I'm going to speculate. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Yes. Uh, this was the uh, quarterfinal for the championship eliminator tournament yes. or whatever. Um, Sammy wins. Yeah. Uh. And it proceeds to cut one of the worst fucking promos I've ever seen. So, did you see this promo? It's like backstage promo. It was. It, it was. On, it was on. It was only. I don't think it aired on TV. No, I didn't see it. It was fucking terrible. So, a really interesting thing about Sammy, uh, and I want to. Uh, I was going to talk about this also from Dynamite, but um, Sammy has backslid now in I think every aspect of his wrestling career. Uh, yeah. And is it this Cody match leaving? wasn't wasn't really a banger? No. So I, I the they did a, a, the dive catch cutters are nice. Like some of the things are really nice. Yeah. Uh, I like them as opponents. I think they make sense as rivals because of the the, the age and the proximity. 
Um, but I don't love them in the ring as competitors. Uh, I, I think Sammy is losing either either skill or confidence. I have no idea. But a bunch of because and Darby's wrestling is built so much on watch this, you know, like holy shit kind of stuff that like they take so much time. Like they get to the top rope for moves, and then they stand there. Like you can tell that they're making sure both of them are ready, and like they're on the top rope going, "Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You ready? Okay, you ready? We'll go now. We'll go now. Yeah. We'll go now. We'll go now." And it's just like, just do the fucking move already. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, I, I don't love this match. Uh, and uh, I would have rather seen Darby move on. Uh, and especially after what they're doing with fucking Darby on Dynamite. But we'll get there in a second. Um, I'll, I'll talk about Sammy again in a bit too. But yeah, I didn't love it. They had some nice things in here, but I didn't love it. Dude, like the promo that was cut that I saw. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm one of the greatest. What am I going to get my just deserve... When am I going to get my five stars, Meltzer? I was like, what the fuck is this? Don't talk this? about Meltzer on TV. Like, don't, I, I know I just did it and I do it in jest, but don't talk about Meltzer ever, really. Like, oh, God, it was so fucking bad. Yeah. Um, then you had the Joe getting challenged by Josh Woods. Mm-hmm. That's going to be on Rampage this Friday. Yeah. Yeah, he gets interrupted by Mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. Josh Woods don't do it for me, but they, they'll probably beat the shit out of each other. I'd imagine so, right? Yeah, yeah. You would, you would hope so. Um, and then you have... Um, Madison Rain versus Serena Deeb. Dude, you want to talk about fucking sleep-inducing? Yeah, right. Fuck this. Uh, I, I don't... Uh, this women's division is such a, a, a weird question anomaly for me because... You bring in Madison Rain very publicly as a coach, but you're making her wrestle people every week, um, and it ain't working, no. man. Nope. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, not everybody can have a Sarah Del Rey to run their women's division. No. Uh, but AEW's got to figure this shit out. It does. Because it only works. It, it, the, their women's division has a ton of talent, but it only works about a third of the time. From what they book on TV. Yeah, this fucking sucks. Uh, yeah. I just, and D-Bain, just... Nope. That's That's been... That, that's done. That's gone. Yeah. That don't work. I saw someone point out... There was a short window. On... I think it was Dark or Dark Elevation this week. You had mm-hmm. Athena versus Emi Sakura. Yeah. And they're like, this is what the fuck you're putting on TV? Mm-hmm. Serena D versus Madison Rain. Right. Really? Right. Really? Well, that was one of Sheeta, who's now back in Japan again, which is why she's heard. Yeah. Um had said that a while ago when she had sort of expressed and said it was all a translation issue, but she sort of expressed her frustration because um, when she's not there, you know, Emi Sakura doesn't speak great English. Yeah. A lot of the other Japanese women, Ryu Mizunami, when she was there, like the Yuka Sakazaki, they don't speak great English. So when somebody like she is not there to sort of pitch for them and go to bat for them, AEW forgets about them and just doesn't bother. Yeah. And, Emmy Sakura, the Sheeta Emmy Sakura match from for the that the, the, the Dark Giant yeah. the White Time was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you're just doing matches like this that don't matter, I don't want to say they don't not, they don't matter. It's wrong, but like, it's not for a title. It's not for a storyline. This just, is they just put this pointless. on here because they want to deep on TV next week, so people got to be reminded of her, I guess. And, and I I understand. That. I totally but get. I that, would but much ugh. rather have her have uh, Emmy Sakura in this match. Or there's a couple other stars. Put them out there and let them go. Because especially if you want Deeb to win and look good, 
have her win and look good against somebody who can make her look good. Yeah, not Madison. Rain. Madison Rain's not great. No, listen, no offense to her. She's I'm, never done a fucking thing for no, me. No, Madison Rain was brought in, I think, as a coach uh, to help unify, like bring them together and make them a unit that gets along and can talk and figure everything out together. They weren't like, oh, who's who's the best female worker of all time that we can get in here to teach these women how to wrestle? No, that doesn't work that fucking way. Uh, you know, the it just she's she's more of a. She fills out the paperwork for the women's division. Yeah, uh, man. Oh, yeah. so bad. Uh, yeah, it was actively bad. Uh-huh. Um, things that weren't actively bad though. The yes. main event for the Ring of Honor World Title: mm-hmm. Claudio Castagnoli versus Dax Fucking Harwood. Right. Uh, this was great. I enjoyed the shit out of this. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. It's fun watching two bald guys with beards wrestle. I don't mm-hmm. know why it made me yeah. giggle. I was upset. I got robbed of uh, William Regal on commentary hitting on Excalibur. Mm-hmm. That made me real sad. Um, but yeah, man, it was fucking awesome. It's great. Uh, we all knew it was going to be, right? Yeah. Uh, Dax having a really good run. Um, Dax is we didn't talk about the, We didn't talk about the PWI 500 at all. We could have brought that shit show up. Like, that matters, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, congratulations that everybody's on it. But, like, people put a little too much weight into the PWI I, yeah, 500. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's cool. It's a nice moment to be in it, but you know, don't come on, don't yeah, come on, don't guys. go, don't go to the promoter throwing your weight around about where your ranking is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but um, this match is really good. I don't think FTR's on it like at all. Just weird. On what? On the yeah, PWI. The one who said came out the editor and said he accidentally left off uh, cash. Yeah, he accidentally left them off. So they don't put tag teams in there? In the no, because they, no, they have their own tag team list. I no, think. do they? Yeah. So Dax is in there and Cat. That's hilarious. Okay, yep. well, mm-hmm. great. Cool. Um, again, it's bullshit. Uh, my biggest problem with this match, and uh, Claudio's been doing a bunch of these, uh, and this is the one that sort of bothers me the most. Uh and it's a great match. Don't get me wrong. It's a hell of a match. These guys can wrestle. It's fun. I would have loved to watch it be their live or something like this. Yeah. Like, I'd lose my goddamn mind. But there are there's negative stakes. There's, there's no stakes in this fucking match. Yeah, it's not like a, oh, fuck, Dax is going to win. You know, uh, know? believable, not believably, but, like, I can, I can, you know, suspend my disbelief and think, well, maybe Dustin can beat Claudio until that match happened. But, like. Hey, remember that match? No, I don't. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, when it's a singles wrestler. You can kind of maybe sort of believe that that you know it's easier to sort of pull back and be like, okay, yeah, this, this is this is some stakes here, but this is a match with no build. Like, I don't think they gave a, like they gave Dustin a promo. I don't even know if they gave Dax they did. one. Did they? Yeah, um, it was like the uh, Regal's like I signed you out of obscurity. Mm, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, and I like I did like when Dax is like Claudio, I'll fight you, and Regal, I'll fight you too. And Regal got real wide eyed. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, the, he's still there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like, there's just there's no state. You know, this a tag team worker who isn't in a particular program, who doesn't have a tag team program. Yeah. Claudia's not building in anything right now. There's no stakes, so it's just them to go out yeah. and have a good match, which is fine. That is a part of wrestling that I'm completely comfortable with. Sure, maybe not as main event of a show you're trying to build ratings for, but uh, it was a really good match. Beside the point, I just like, eh, okay, there's no real stakes here. I, yeah. I I'm watching it differently because of that. Sure, understood. But it is really good. These guys, yeah, cool. I enjoyed it a lot. And even Regal gave Dax the uh, raised his hand at the end, mm-hmm. which that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, so man, it's really hard to hate FTR these days. Yeah, I don't. What at a all. shame! What a shame! I don't. <laughs> I liked I liked hating them. Yeah. Anymore. They stopped being annoying. Mm-hmm. Um. So dynamite. Dynamite. 
Uh, we're already here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> flying through. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So, yes. John Moxley, Sammy Guevara. If you want, when we're done with this, just to make sure it's a long enough show, I will talk about Tenru for two and a half hours. Um, we'll run, no. I'll run his biography. We'll break everything down move <laughs> by move. Don't do that. I'll demonstrate. Oh, yeah? What yeah. are you demonstrating on? <laughs> if you better wait for show up, because it, <laughs> it ain't happening here, pal. Um, so, Moxley, Sammy. Yeah. Um, it was okay. Yeah, and it's not be- it's not because of Mox. Well, and this is like seemingly <laughs> I, I should say this was the bad isn't because of Mox. And there's a lot of Sammy's has a bit of a trail following them these days. A bit of recent drama, some drama before that, and drama before that. But he seemingly, and I I, mean, I just talked about this in Rampage, but this is really where it was even more obvious to me. He seemingly lost some of his pep. You know, yeah. he had that match with Cody, that ladder match, and it was fucking amazing. Was Cody's last AEW match, right? Uh, and Sammy's just been sort of on a down. They they tried to do something with him. Uh, him and Ty failed it miserably. I think once they put them together, that was it. That was they it. Were done right. And so like Sammy was supposed to have seemingly supposed to have this big run and babyface and whatever. And then they just ended up having to throw him back with Jericho because there was that he, putting him in the Jer- back in the Jericho Appreciation Society is nothing more than a we have nothing for yeah. you, man. Just do that yep. again, I guess. And like even in that stuff, he's behind he's behind the scenes and all that either. He's not involved in any of the stuff that those guys are. No. He shows up every now and then, but like. He's barely fucking there. Yeah. Jericho barely fucking talks about him. So I don't know what's going on. Who knows? Maybe everybody's sick of him too. But he's clearly lost some pep. Uh, I like the fact that he tries to get in the chop battle with Mox in this. And Mox like lays down laughing. He pulls the Nick Diaz. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. Uh, so, you know, uh, and Moxley forever, man. I, I've been thinking a lot about Mox. He's been occupying my wrestling thoughts this that week. Mean, that makes me happy. Um <laughs> And, you know, he tried really hard in this match to make Sammy look like a threat. He did. He worked really hard at that. Uh, and the news came out that, he, you know, the, the, there's a story where Robert Anthony said, you know, they, they're they uh, taking the – they're supposed to take six weeks off, blah, blah, blah. I think Mox will be able to get to that in a week or two. But um, good on him for doing that shit. We talked about it. We probably mentioned it last week. People want to say they're the nice Terry Funk, the nice Harley Race. They're blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Wrestling's the way, it should, but old old school's the way it should be. Everybody's blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Uh, Mox is actually doing it. Uh, he's go, he's put in the work. He's looking fucking great. And like I'm just I'm thinking about it. and I'm like man, like he is just crushing it. And like I was thinking about like wrestling aces and we said this last week too but like mox to me is truly the ace of aew right now and probably will be for a while yeah and that's why you know and this is he wins to to to, he's going to be in the finals of the the title title match final right so this is sort of what got me thinking about him being the ace because I, i was wondering like do people understand what that actually means in the u.s because you and i do right sure uh, our our mentor in Japanese wrestling knowledge, Adam Van, knows. He's the ace of Japanese wrestling he's, knowledge. Right. He's the ace of the Japanese wrestling knowledge section of the soon-to-be-named network. Yes. But, like, somebody like Joe, does he – and I'm, Joe's a super knowledgeable wrestling guy, so he probably does. But, like, if you're not familiar with Japanese wrestling and that sort of terminology, do you really understand it? Uh, and, like, I'm not like, oh, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But, like, it's, it's an interesting concept and – um, other people could have been labeled aces, but like the, to me, there's been like sort of two prominent aces in Japanese wrestling 
And there's been some in between. But, like, the first ace that I think of in Japanese wrestling was Jumbo Shiruto. He was the ace of all Japan in the sure. 80s. Uh, and, and then the probably most prominent ace of all time and sort of what it's connected to is Tanahashi Man yep. in New Japan of over the last 15 years. Sure. Um, and, like, Tanahashi's held the main belt. He's held the shit. He's held, like, every fucking belt in that time. Right. Um, but ace, the title of ace isn't necessarily, oh, well, you know, he's the... He has the, the most title rings. He's the best wrestler on your roster. Uh, Tanahashi at one time was the best wrestler on Absolutely. New Japan's roster. Yeah, for uh, sure. But, like, uh, o- Okada exists, so he doesn't get to do that anymore. Nope. <laughs> uh, and same thing with Jumbo. Jumbo Shiruto is a fantastic professional wrestler. Uh, and, and we'll talk about him in a bit, too. But, like, responsible for creating a lot of wrestlers and developing a style and doing a lot of big-time moments in wrestling. Um and held a bunch of belts, but like it's a little more than that, right? It's and I think that's why like Mox isn't going to win this title match. And this is sort of where I'm tying back to is that you don't need it when you're the ace. You don't need it's it. it's a combination of your interactions and connections to the crowd, your ability to to and your wrestling ability on every aspect. Not only you know, not only are you good, but you make other people look good, you make other people look better, um, and you just have a, a handle on every sort of aspect of wrestling. And the fans are fucking in love with you, yep. uh, no matter what. Yeah, right. Tanahashi could do nothing to get that the crowd to turn on him. None. <laughs> uh, you know, Jumbo Shiruta was is one of the biggest draws in Japanese wrestling ever. Yeah. Uh, and Moxley is at the point, I, I just, I think he is as bulletproof right now as you could possibly yeah. get in professional wrestling. Yeah. And you know what, man? Like Jericho, I guess he was talking about Moxley this week. I saw the quote mm. where he goes, John Moxley is so much bigger than Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, you know, he's like, you got this, like, now you're seeing the guy that should have been the guy. Right. And and that's an interesting thing because I would not call myself a Dean Ambrose fan. Yeah, you you didn't like Ambrose. I didn't like Ambrose. I didn't really like any of the Shield guys. Yeah, uh, he was probably my favorite, but like I I, I didn't like Ambrose. Yeah. I, I you know like I was mad when when Terry Funk gave him the chainsaw. Yeah, because like uh uh-uh. uh yeah you know I didn't get it. Yeah, uh, and I don't think Mox got it either. And I think he talks about that in his book a little bit. He does. Um, but Mox now I'm a huge fan of, and I'm like, what's he gonna do? Because I'm gonna love it. Like. He his promos are fucking firing on all cylinders. Yep. His attitude is there, and that's a part of it too. Is that like part of also being the ace is understanding your responsibility to pro wrestling as the as a sport yep. and the company that you work for, yeah. and that's a big part of it too. Tanahashi will do nothing to discredit New Japan. Mm-hmm. Jumbo Sharuda was was willing to do everything he needed to do to break to be to bring all Japan to prominence to be Baba's protege to business sides to sort of running that and that's a big part of being an ace too is is representing and advancing not only yourself in wrestling matches your opponent in wrestling matches your company when you're in wrestling matches your company when you're outside of wrestling matches all of that matters in making you the ace is the ace can be the figurehead you can be put on billboards even if you're not the champion your face goes on the side of the fucking trucks your face? and it goes on the billboards your face uh <laughs> unless you're the unless you're the one guy from Aussie Open but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't uh, suck a truck, truck, truck. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a super important thing 
in Japanese wrestling. Uh, it's calling Tanahashi Tanahashi man ace is a big thing. And you also don't necessarily get to call yourself that. Yeah, and you have to earn that. That you have yeah. to, you know, you can. And I know Mox said it. I think a couple of weeks ago, I'm the ace of this fucking company, or whatever. Uh, but he's crowd, walking the walk. The crowd <laughs> lets you know that you are. Yeah, uh, and it's a it's a combination of a lot of things. So thinking about that a lot this week, especially because we watched Jumbo Sharuda in a match, I was like, man, ace is is some is a concept that maybe people don't get, and like it doesn't mean you're champion. It doesn't even necessarily mean you're. You know, at the time, your biggest star. I would never say that Hulk Hogan was the ace of the WWF no. ever, uh, but he was their biggest star. Um, yeah. It's you know, it, it'd be interesting to go back through time and see who else wasn't labeled, but who could fit that sort of stuff. And that's a whole other podcast. Uh, but Mox is to me genuinely earning that and really being an impressive. All around, every single aspect, in, out of the ring, business side, personality side, real life side, an actual ace for his company. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, you know, ace was a the, the hot term getting thrown around a couple years ago where, you know, you had uh, the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin. Right. You had uh, that fucking piece of shit. David Starr was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm the Ace of Beyond." Right? You know, like yeah. it's, it's 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 a cute term, to right? Some, you know, it's, it was an insider term that some people didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it was and, it was a cute term, yeah, but you sure. know what? Guys like Mox, yeah, they're right. the real fucking the real ones. Right. Um, you know, I even saw today somebody was like, "Imagine all the dudes like on the Indies that like think they're Moxley, mm-hmm. and when it comes down right. to it, you ain't John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, you're not, dude. And, and the other thing, too, is that I know, like, you've been a big fan of his, a bigger fan time. than me for a long time. Uh, you know, and it's, it's AEW has, I've liked him pretty much from the start. It's turned it around. I read his book. I really, really liked his book. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. Um, but, like, I think the other part of it that's really interesting is that, like, I think Mox at a point, realized that he still had some stuff to put together. Sure. And has done he, it. And he I, never I don't even settled think he's on done. his right. Yeah. right. And I think that is something that is really cool to watch. A guy who's been in the business a long fucking time. He's not a young dude. You know, but he's he, not an old he's dude. He's not an old either, guy either. You know? He's just been in it a long right, time. Right, been in a long time. Uh but to watch a guy like that refuse to stay level and figure this shit out and grow and get bigger and bigger while he does it is a super impressive thing. I agree. Uh, and there's a lot of wrestlers that have done that. Uh, you know, there's, I mean, I, I, I'll praise them all day for, from an in-ring wrestling personality idea. Uh, Chris Jericho is very good at that. He's the king of it. He always uh, reinvented himself. Chris Jericho's a asshole. <laughs> but he, he always but, knew when it was time to switch right, things up. Right. But he could feel when right. something wasn't working. Right. And he is legendary for his ability to do that and grow and change and become better. And I don't – then Mox isn't going to enter that sort of like – Mox is never going to wear a silver sequins jacket and have a fucking <laughs> celebration. Yeah. But Mox is putting – when you watch him, he's putting stuff together on TV uh, that it, it, he's getting a lot fucking better. And he was always, already really fucking good. Uh, so it's it's – it's special. I, I think – I hope people realize how special Mox is right now. Yeah, you know, you because have – Yeah. You don't, you don't always get – you know, there's like that thing I wish – I wish somebody told me we were in the good old days when we when they – you know, like when we were in the good old days, I wish somebody told me they were the good old days kind of thing. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that saying is. Um, 
I think Mox is doing something really special and has potential to continue to do something really fucking special here. Uh, and I hope people are paying attention. I think his work on the indies too mm-hmm. adds to the lore. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the stuff he's doing with Nick Gage, him and Gage is coming up again. He's gonna lose. Yeah, it's title versus career. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Right. If I, I if I'm Tony Khan, I'd be like, listen, man, you can go work indies, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like let's let's scale it back a little bit. Yeah. Um but again though, also, it's don't like, take any more titles because you're gonna have to lose them. It's some like point. one of those things where it's like Look at that. Like, look at that match you had with Tom Waller and Defy. Right. Fucking insane. Right. Yeah. And he's just a guy who, like, gets on the mic afterwards and just like, God, I love this shit. Right. You know? And it's it's yeah. genuine. You feel it's Nick, genuine. Nick Cage, I think, is the only guy that can actually conceivably beat Moxley on the indies right now. Yeah. Um, probably just because of the style of the match it's going to be, you can easily write it off that, like, Mox isn't just isn't ready, and I hope Nick Gage can do what he's good at doing. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna who knows on that one. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think that uh, this is uh, believably you can say, well, Mox wasn't ready for a full on Nick Gage, and yeah. he got a full on Nick Gage when he fucking ate it. Yep, that's it. Uh, and then just and stop, I just stop hope getting they, titles. I hope they just shake hands, hug, and at the end right. of the end of the night, and right. you know, yeah. crowd goes ballistic for both of them. Right. So. Let let Lauderdale put his main title on. Uh, Broski of the week, Jimmy Lloyd, and uh, Jimmy, just Jimmy, walk away. Jimmy fucking Lloyd. Yeah, uh, I thought you were going to say the other thing. I, I was certain, like, no. I, please don't say that. I don't have to explain. It I'm on not TV, an asshole on TV. Jesus Christ, on this podcast, <laughs> on, on the t- surprise, on the pictures. <laughs> surprise, we're on TV now. Um, so yes, ruining us for season three. <laughs> so uh, MJF comes out after this. Yes, cuts a promo. Cuts a fucking hell of a promo, dude. So here's here's the interesting. So I was watching this. Uh, this morning when I got back, when I woke up this morning, I watched this first thing I did was watch this cause I was, uh, again, on a Pearl Jam last night and, uh, I was like, Michelle watched this because she's a wrestling fan. Uh, she's not, but it's, I was like, watch this. And MJF came out and she's like, what? And I'm like, he come, he's coming out and he's trying and he will not be booed. No, and he, I was, he, they won't, nobody's going to boo him. No. And I was talking it's to, over. I was talking to Jenna last night. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "He's shitting on the crowd." Yeah, and they're booing or they're cheering they're him. Cheering. Yeah. Game over. He's, he, yeah, he will. He will not be booed. Uh, like he tried last night. He did. He tried and his I, ass off. And it man. might have been a little bit of a test to see. Yeah. Because uh, like it's 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 just what it is. Uh, and I was like, because like Michelle was a little fascinated by all that. You know, a couple people did get let back. I saw fucking Cutler and somebody else were allowed back in the building after their yeah, the, Cutler the, the, and the inv- Pat yeah, the investigations were happening. They were allowed back in, yeah. so they weren't involved. Well, Kenny's out in Japan hanging out with Obushi. Oh yeah, yeah. He's over. He went to Japan. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, uh, he got scanned into the new Yakuza game. Oh um, yeah, yeah. There's the AEW video game thing happening. I'm yeah. sure he'll probably show up. But Takeshita's working it. It's at like some oh, convention yeah. or something. That's funny. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So I was like, watch this because this is interesting. And they said MJF witnessed the whole thing, but he wasn't involved. Whatever. But I was like, I was like, Michelle, watch this because he's gonna try and he, it's just it's impossible. Oh. And she's like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, you gotta listen to the fans. Yep. I'm like, it's happened. I, and she's like, well, has it happened? I'm like, yeah, it happens all the time. I said, uh, one of Michelle's favorite things in the world is the the bloody Becky Lynch. When Becky Lynch yeah. broke her face and still wrestled and went into the crowd. Turn right there. She's supposed to, she was a bad guy. Yeah. The man was supposed to be a bad guy. Yep. 
and it was the, over. It was the over. The night she turned on Charlotte, the crowd was going right. nuts for her. Right. You couldn't do shit. It was over no. then, right? And like, it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin supposed to be a bad guy. Didn't fucking work. Like, a the lot rock. of The I Rock. Mean, a just, lot no, of these work. people supposed to be bad guys. It doesn't work. Uh, you know, uh, you know, eventually the NWO was cool. So, like, all that shit uh, happens. And this is another case. Like, and, you know, they're having this title tournament. Uh, and I think it's the right thing. And I yeah. think you put that belt on. Danielson, which we'll talk about later, uh, but uh, you know, don't uh, don't do too much with it because it's going to be back on a, it's going to be on MJF's waist before you know it. It'll be there sooner than later. I think I think MJF gets it at the pay per view, if not before. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's see. It's going to be a short run, unless you hold off with that chip. You know, kind of let people forget about it a little bit. I don't know um, that you can. Yeah, I don't know. With this reaction, where he's straight up like. You guys fucking suck. I hate this fucking town. You're all ugly. Don't cheer me. Yep. I hate you. Like everything he's saying, and they're like, yeah. yeah. Jericho pegged that shit, huh? Right. Yeah, that's just what it is. <laughs> I mean, he, he when knew. it's time, it's time, and there's yeah. nothing you could fucking do about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, um, I love, I so. mean, because I, I still feel like this could lead into something with him and Moxley. Yeah, it, it could. They do have history. Yeah. Like, and I, this is where it's going. And I and like, Mox. yeah. Uh, and, and that's like part of MJF's thing is like, you know, we have a history or yeah. whatever. I'm not the same dude from I'm not two the years same ago. dude from two years ago. Yeah. Neither is Mox, pal. But yeah, uh, yeah I just, I, you know, I, the the reason why I don't think Mox wins it is because I don't know from a statistic standpoint that you want him as three time champion when nobody else has even been two time champion yeah. yet. Other than Punk, I guess, kind of sort of. If we're going to talk about that, if you're if you're going to allow that into the fucking record books, In, into the lexicon. Um, but uh, yeah, does MJF is. This is and again. He's not my dude. Uh, no, me neither. But sometimes but you got to do it. It's, but it's the right move. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to um, do it. I love that line about like, you know, Mox. You better watch out, or I'll become that goddamn demon. Yeah, I was like, that is so right. good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like that he was like, you know, you wrote in your book about your battles with alcohol, and like he commended him. Like he did. Which just see, he did it smart. Right, a thing he wasn't like, just shitting on right, it. And I complained know? about that. Whoever did that to him months and months and months yeah. ago, I was like, that's the wrong way to do it. That's too personal. And I'm like, because that's a tough thing that he did. It's a, it's a fucking man. It's, it's a man ass man thing that he did to realize he had a problem and realize he had a family and something yeah. he had to care for. Yep. And he went and fucking took care of it. And not everybody gets that opportunity. Not everybody gets that chance. Yeah. And it's super sad. And I, I, when somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody brought that out and like made fun of him for it. And I'm like, fuck you. That's, that's not going to yeah. do what you think it's going to do for you. And when Max came out and did this, I was like, please don't, Max, because he has a tendency to fall into those traps. And I'm like, please don't do this, Max. And then when he commended him for it, I was like, good. Now shit. Yep, on. and he did, and it was perfect. Right. Now you can yeah. go anywhere with it because you gave him his props. Remember when fucking Ray Dudley was like, "Mock should have apologized to the fans." Yeah, remember right. that shit when that happened, and Renee was like, "Hey, fuck you, you yeah. piece of shit." Right. Um. So and then he, he uh, talks remember when Ray Dudley killed Ring of Honor, maybe forever. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, and then so he talks about uh, his one of his best friends. Uh, since he's mm. known since he was 19 years old, and that's one Mr. Stokely Hathaway. Yes. So out comes Stokely Hathaway and the firm. Yes. And Stokely Hathaway and the firm get some sick theme music. Mm-hmm. Um, Stokely, 
I thought he did a great job here. Yeah, I like kind of talking about each person's perspective. I, I liked his uh, making fun of Tony Khan hug on Big Cass. Yeah, he's like, "I love you, bro. I yeah. love you. I tell you that I love you." And he did that weird the hug with like the head behind him yeah. was super awkward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, talk about Lee Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want that ROH pure title? The guns. We're gonna take you take these guys seriously and get rid of your broke ass daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ethan Page. I like how the, the crowd was chanting ass boys, and they're like, no, these ass, they're ass men. Yeah, they're ass men. Yeah. Uh, and then talking about Ethan Page and like the mm-hmm. All-Atlantic title, because you got rid of messing around with those knuckleheads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was that weird fucking discourse online today about Stoke. I mm, uh, didn't see any of it. Yeah, like some, probably some bullshit ass shit. Uh, they said that Stoke's getting heat because they said that... He f- they feel like he's just trying to get himself over. Okay. And not, like, the, the people in the group. Okay. And I was like, yeah, but if the guy saying the words isn't over, then none of this shit matters. Is there just random fans saying that shit? I don't know. I, the, some report came mm. out. I don't know who it was okay. from. I, I just saw it, and I was like, well, that's yeah. fucking stupid. Um, and then Stoke put up a screenshot of a, te- of a text message to Tony Khan. He's like... Well, always looking out for number one, baby. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I want all this shit. Twenty strippers, don't worry, I'll put it on the Amex card. That's and Tony Khan responds like, Why do you have my Amex number? <laughs> um, so so it, yeah, man, I thought I thought this was real fucking good. Yeah, so I like Stoke a lot. I thought it was a good promo. Uh, my issues lie in the setup, and we had talked about this, I think, last week. Um, it was weird that. Stoke came out last week and said his thing, and then MJF came out, and they weren't really referenced, and so like they tie it in here, uh, but they're not; they're loosely associated with MJF. He says, you know, if he ever needs us, we're gonna get it back yeah, his play. They're like us mercenaries they're, for they're, hire. They're, they're mercenaries, <laughs> and I don't love that. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, Max by himself. Maybe they're trying to be like, well, you know, he he's by himself now, and he's gonna do it by himself the real way. Whatever, I get it. That's fine. Um, but, like, this group, uh, the one thing I felt that this group needed was MJF. a big star. Yeah. And MJF in the firm is pretty cool. And you can still sort of have them separate, but, like, actually tied in. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a weakness having that. I'm not sure it works as a mercenary group. Yeah. Because there's not a – and, like, I, I like these guys. I hope they can get Ethan Page to be – that star because he's good enough to be sure. but he's not there with the crowd because of where he was with the Lambert shit the last time he was really involved in something uh-huh. <laughs> Moriarty's a super talented guy but a young guy finding his character right the ass boys are just coming out of a program where they are a literal joke so they have a lot of work plus the one seemingly only got his armpit tattooed which is super weird yeah uh and Big Bill as he called him Big Bill W. Morrissey or just Morrissey <laughs> Um, <laughs> um uh, a hell of a look, but a lot to prove. Yeah. And not the star that maybe they think he is to anchor. Nobody's anchoring this group. No. Um, and even like, so it was kind of like, oh, you may not see this together all the time. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it, that looseness, I think hurts it because also like, give me who's your winner. Who's who? Who has significant wins in this group? Who hasn't been punked yeah. out in a lot of well, their programs? And, and I think that's the point, right? And I know, think right, and so I think that's an uphill battle for the group, and I hope they do that right. Yeah. And I think having them more for, firmly attached to MJF helps them 
and maybe it doesn't necessarily help MJF, but it doesn't hurt MJF either. Uh, so I think they have a, they have a bit of work to do, and but it also sort of feels like well, if this doesn't work in three weeks, they're just gonna fucking forget about it. Yeah, uh, and that stinks because Stokely's really good, and Paige is really good, and Liam yeah. Moriarty's really good, and W Morrissey's looks all right, and the Ass Boys exist. So yeah, we'll see. A lot we'll of work see. for these guys. Yeah, it'll, obviously you know, it's one of those along for the ride. It, right, and exactly. And I, I'm hoping for the best. I'm going to watch. I'm excited to watch them. But they can very easily become the factory. Ugh, and nobody wants that. that. <laughs> uh, speaking of things nobody wants, Jungle Boy versus Jay Lethal. Yeah, what the, poor Jungle Boy. What a This dude has the worst fucking luck. He gets barbecue roasted at the fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, Christian's fucking hurt out eight months. Um... And then they're just like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal's not doing nothing. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Jungle Boy wins. Who cares? Right. Poor it's Jungle just, Boy, who, man. Who uh, cares? Again, he's back to just straight Jungle Boy. Even, but even though he was against Christian, he was Jungle Jack Perry. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I, I don't understand it. It's fine. The I, match was, it was there. Yeah. I didn't think this was the worst thing on the show. Right. But, you know. Certainly uh, the best. Then you went backstage to Luigi Primo. Uh, no, you had the hook and Bronson. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. I thought that looked really cool. Yeah, uh, in the stills, <laughs> and this is really funny because I I just saw it like I, last night. Like there was uh, at the the Pro Jam concert, there were so many people there. The cell phones were all jammed up. Sure, uh, but I saw I saw a still, and I was like, "Is Taz doing Hindu squats with Hook?" And then when I, I watched, I was like, oh, it's Action Bronson. That's okay. just Action Bronson. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. I don't mind a celebrity thing. Yeah. It was a fun little training yeah. segment. Whatever. And that'll be on Rampage from uh, Arthur Ashe next week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then Luigi Primo, who yeah. made the fucking internet shit and piss their pants right. today. Right. He's on screen for literally... Right, Two he seconds. did nothing. He got beat up by Ethan Page. Yeah. He got knocked out with one kick. That's it. He went viral with the fucking match in in the Indies where he was throwing the fucking pizza yeah, around pizza under his legs. Deal. It's a funny little thing. Yeah. It's a goofy indie wrestling thing. Yeah. Like, like, tell me you've never been to an indie wrestling show without telling yeah. me you've never been to an like, indie wrestling it, show. Exactly. Uh, and he shows up like they do with local talent all the time. Yeah. It's a funny little thing. Just it's a viral video. It's a and, it's yeah. a and somebody was somebody can flip through like, oh my god, I saw this guy on the thing with the pizza and he gets the shit kicked out of him. And so, people are oh this you know and like fucking Miro Miro quotes or should have left this off TV or some shit. Ugh. And like somebody else complained about it oh like on from god. the roster and I'm like guys shut the babies. fuck up let it go. It means yeah. absolutely. It was a cute little moment that took thirty seconds, yeah. and you're building a guy like Ethan Page who should be built. Yeah, um, you know, and Ethan Page is like, that's like that's a problem with this company. Like, we right. gotta, gotta get rid of the jokesters. Then fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, Egon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan Housen shows up, and I love Egon. <laughs> Page is just like. Yay! Speak of the devil, you know. He's yeah, like, right. Let's get, let's work with the jester and get rid of the jester on rampage. <laughs> Dan Allen's like, yes, let's find that jester. Yeah, and then slowly realizes uh-huh. it's, it's him. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's so good. Right, and, and that's like, the thing. And this is, you know, uh, Dan Housen's super and, fucking over. Right, man. and Dan Housen, for whatever he is, is a super over character and a fucking merch mover. Oh. and Ethan Page is just a part of this group. He's saying, I want this and that. Like, this is a good starting match for him. He's gonna have a dominant win over Dan yeah. Housen. And he can move on. It's yeah. smart shit. People That's need to get their fucking shit Dude, in a ruffle like, over a fucking pizza guy. I saw like the clip from Dark or Dark Elevation where yeah. Dan Housen won his match. Dude, the crowd was going 
nuts for him. Right. Like, say what the fuck you want. Dude connects with people. Right. And people Absolutely. Love him, you know? He's so a fucking merch mover, man. He's he's awesome. Yeah, for uh, sure. Will Hobbs squashed some dude. Uh, hold on. Uh, We're not there yet. Uh, what? what? Uh, this is before that we get the reveal of what they're going to do with Darby Allen now. Oh, God. Who gives a shit? They're going... <laughs> this this company has been a company for three years. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. been three years. <laughs> Coming up real soon is the third anniversary of this podcast. Yeah. Um, And this is... Is this the second or third Hart, Matt Hardy versus Darby program they're teasing? I I don't know. Why? I just, uh... At least they brought up Jeff Hardy again. Maybe he'll be back. Uh, Matt, I think I read the thing where Matt said it, he will be back soon. Yeah, um, but uh, but like Matt's like I'm a founding member of Team Extreme. Uh, blah blah blah. Cool, like, man. Him, it, Hardy versus anybody is not a draw. Hardy versus Darby Allen is like again. This is all you have for Darby. Darby's a massive go. star. Yep. And I don't know why they don't do more with him um, as an underdog because he fights from underneath. And I know he's out there doing the Nitro Circus stuff and all this stunt shit. And he maybe Tony Khan's a little a little afraid that he's going to get hurt somewhere else yeah. and then he can't commit. But like the dude I don't like, know. he has his own clothing line. Right. Like, I mean, it's, he's, he's, he's doing shit to build his own brand. as big of a star outside of, of wrestling as you can get yeah. uh, on his own. You know, the stuff with him and Brody went viral. It was awesome. Like, and now you're just like, yeah, Matt Hardy, whatever. Ugh. What are you doing? Yeah, Wrestling Matt Hardy Matt in AEW Hardy. is just the is just the creative has nothing for you. Literally, that's all it that's is. That's what it is. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, we'll have squashes some Matt dude. Matt Martino. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, gets on the mic, starts yeah. talking shit, has a bloody mouth. Uh, Ricky Starks comes through the crowd. Right. Give me like fucking the people's champion that he is. Shades of goddamn DDP. Remember when DDP was the people's champion before yeah, the Rock man. was? That's what I mean. Shades of DDP. Right. Oh, baby. Uh, this, to me, is the best course correction that AEW has done. Yep. Because it looked like they weren't doing this. That they were sort of like, let's see what Hobbs can do. And I don't know if it's like, a well, Hobbs, we gave him a week or two and he didn't connect. Yeah. But you well, you, def- you killed this program with the factory thing involvement uh, in the beginning. That was so bad. Uh, this is this is course correction to me. This yeah. is like uh, somebody lo- watched the tape and was like, oh, "We did these guys dirty." Yeah. Uh, so this is this is how this is supposed to work. This is what I want. I want a full program. Yep. I think people were going nuts. I, for you Ricky. can, I, you know, I don't know how long you can stretch this, but I think you have to do a match or two and a blow off. Yeah, you a do. Big gimmick. Yep. Uh, because this is going to work because Hobbs is, uh, has a great fucking look and is fun to watch in that ring. Yeah. And Ricky Starks is to your credit, as you said, it handsome as fuck. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we'll put asses in seat. He'll talk people into those fucking seats. Sure uh, will. this is a great mid card grudge program. Doesn't need a belt. Doesn't need any of that. No. The stakes is the grudge. Just a blood feed. And if you. If you do it right, you get them both out of it better than they were before, and they can go anywhere they want and do anything they want against anybody they want. Yeah. And AEW right now, the way it's looking, the speed at which some some things are going to be working backstage, you're going to need a new face or two at the top because sure. as much as I've enjoyed it, your title tournament is all three, four, five-time rematches. Yeah. So you need those faces. You got to figure somebody out. And both of these guys are primed and ready to do it. I agree. And in different ways, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, then you have the random tag title match. This was interesting to me, too. Swerve and uh, Keith Lee versus yes. the Lucha Brothers. Uh, I, 
I thought this was good-ish. Um, um, yeah, I thought it was, it was good-ish. But wholly unnecessary? Like, not wholly unnecessary, like, holy Batman, but, like, entirely unnecessary? Kind of weird to just throw this on TV. It's weird to bury your newly crowned champions, even though they're, they're, they're trios champions, it's, in a was, match. No, it was weird. It it's was, weird. It was a weird decision. Uh, and I know that, oh, well, they're, they need pack, they're better as a trios. It's like, okay, so, but but then if you do, if let me do my gazintas on that one, if you just put anybody with with fucking Starks and Lee, then they're going to they're gonna win again, and yeah. then why have, I would, no, in no way in hell would I have done this. On paper, it's a cool matchup, uh, but I would have waited for the stakes to matter, uh, and just, you could have done anything with any other tag team you have. Yeah. Um, I, I do wonder if they're kind of like, oh, well, we're a little shorthanded, let's just jam our TVs right now. Yeah, that you could know? be. That could be, like, but there's some tag teams waiting that. in the wings. Yeah. What's the problem with doing Butcher and Blade here? Um, yeah, that's true. What's the problem with it? Yeah. What does it do? What do you, like, you know, uh, they're... It, th- I think maybe... I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to get the heel swerve over a little more. Right, could you be. Know? And you're in the end of this thing, you're trying, you're doing, you're building the pack OC thing. So maybe you need Death Triangle there. I don't understand it. Uh, my biggest takeaway from this is... Um, in 2022, should anybody still be taking Canadian Destroyers, uh, let alone <laughs> Keith Lee? I mean, this was one was pretty cool. This one was cool. It's They're played to death. This one, like, the crowd I, wasn't expecting it. And it like, the crowd wasn't, it wasn't expecting it because I don't think it should happen. Uh, yeah. it, I watched it and I was like, oh, shit. Like, that looked crazy. Uh, I think that was but, the point. <laughs> right. And I don't always love that in wrestling. And sadly, AEW falls to that a lot where let's just do something crazy and people forget that it doesn't fucking matter or it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. Wrestling can have that in it too. Sure. Uh, and while I thought it was cool afterwards, I was like, God, these are so played out. And then like this whole match, you have Keith Lee physically dominating these luchadors as he should. As he should. But then he takes a move like that and it's... So all him i don't know i didn't love it i i thought it looked cool but but putting it up to thought it didn't done work for me dog um but yeah it was goodish that's yeah whatever. it was goodish um i yeah. thought the acclaim coming out afterwards was awesome yeah and, and to be like nine nah, rapping like <sighs> we're just gonna right. talk shit and i and i think that maybe that's why this happened is because Tony Khan was like, okay, I have to get Pac OC somewhere and I have to get the acclaimed Keith Lee somewhere. Okay, well, we'll just jam them together into one segment uh, and we'll worry about the rest. And that's certainly a way to book. Again, I'm not a booker, so what the fuck do I know? Um, but uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, fucking my entire life savings that acclaimed win that title at Arthur Ashe. Win those titles. You're better. That's all I know. I think it, it has to, right? Yeah. I think after the crowd reaction and then that fucking question asked at the scrum. They're so over, uh, man. I don't know that you run it back as quick as you, you are without 
doing that title it's, it's switch. A course correction. That's all. It's. I think that's what you have to do. You have to do that. So, and e- either after the match or then the following week on Dynamite, yeah, have Swerve turn on Keith Lee, right? And and then, then do Swerve, then we're off for the fucking right. races. And then, <laughs> and then have the Swerve Keith Lee program. Yeah. The pro, the the difficulty with the Swerve Keith Lee program right now is that it could run very similar to how a Starks Hobbs program can play out. It could, but and, I think that's fine. So like, yeah, it, hey, it, it, it's absolutely know? fine if you just can't get lazy and you have to you have to make them distinct and separate from each other and have them do different things because a disgruntled tag team of a little cool guy and a large guy yeah uh, rolls in reverse tur- yeah yeah right rolls in reverse you want to give me two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches I ain't gonna turn it down all right. Right. I'm going to eat both of them. Right. I'm going to enjoy both Right. But from a guy who ate uh, peanut butter and fluff sandwich every day for lunch for three months. Well, that's your fault. Uh, I got sick of them real quick. But that's your fault. Uh, you, you, so you, you chose as, to So I did. And Tony Khan's choosing to have a similar program out of these two guys, potentially. So he has to make sure they stay distinct. They cannot follow the same beats. If they do... Then the crowd's gonna be like, "Well, we just saw this with this other guy." You have to do different things because it's too similar of a, of a starting point for both these guys at the same time. I think they're different enough, though. They, they could be. I do. I, think I hope they stay enough. that way. Yeah, but plus, you know, other players can get involved. Right. You know, that yeah. could always happen. Right. So yeah, just you know, um, it's the, something that he has to worry about. I think, but yeah, he can do it. I'm never gonna complain about too many good things. Right. Um, then you had OC layout pack in that totally not pre-taped promo right um yeah i was watching i was like this absolutely is not after this match yeah it definitely wasn't okay just happened last week right um yeah so oc staking his claim to the all-atlantic title and that's i i think the right move there is oc winning it then yeah it's gonna be weird though because now it's like ethan page also is gonna come into the mix yeah but is ethan page gonna like i don't know fuck yeah, around but, with dan Housen but what it, what it, but, i don't know what did what did Ethan Page say in that promo? Well, he won the All Atlantic title, right? But but why did he kick the Luigi guy? Well, yeah, because he's sick of the jokesters, right? Yeah, put the belt on OC. Yeah, OC has the belt that Ethan Page wants, and he's a jokester. Yeah, it moves right in. They'll have banger fucking matches. It would make sense. So, uh, then you had the women's tag. You know, he he he. OC wins the title. Uh shortly uh, well that match just happened what next week already right and they doing that Arthur, i wish they were doing it in philly but they're doing, yeah, it, they're Arthur doing Ash. it Arthur Ash. so have oc win that title uh the same night that ethan page takes advantage of dan Housen in the ring for being a jokester well, that's happening this friday okay so the week yeah. after whatever it it works i think you could you know i think that builds to oc ethan page uh yeah. and i don't think ethan page needs that belt right away and can have it uh, but I want OC to have a run. I mean, conservatively, you give OC that title, and I would say, like, so the fans don't get sick of it. You don't want anybody to have too long of a run. Uh, I would say you let OC have that belt for, I mean, if a pay-per-view coming up, I would say conservatively you let him have it for five years, and <laughs> and then Ethan Page can have it. Sounds fair. Yeah. Uh, women's tag match. Yeah. Britt and Serena D versus Tony Storm and Athena. Uh, this did nothing for me. Yeah, this is mad. Uh, this is where I was like, is she to hurt? And then I was like, oh, okay. And then they said she was jumped, and it's just because she's back in Japan because she does a bunch of other things. She's an actress. Yeah. She does a bunch of shit over there. Whatever. Uh, this is uh, uh, uh Athena jumping in on this one, and then Deeb 
jumping in yeah, because, because haters not there not talking to yeah Brett. uh this yeah i i don't know man uh, I, listen i like athena i thought yeah. Athena was good yeah sure um i thought tony storm was okay mm-hmm. and britain yeah no, this Deep, britain Deep Deep thing. Thing. yeah don't put it together at all um and then my the fucking hater comes out uh yeah. and like and have Tony Storm get pinned? Yeah, right. What? Hater, hater, like takes the chair off of Brit or something, right? Yeah, what you do she here? hits Tony Storm, right? Because she wants still to tell shit to Brit, and then and then Brit's sense. like, I said I was sorry, and I'm like, sorry, ain't gonna cut it. Like, hater's gonna murder right. your ass. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I think I think you do. You, I think the the right way to go here is Brit, hater, and then hater Storm. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. Well, yeah, because they have the um the four way at. Grand Slam. Yeah. With is it's it's Athena. Oh god. Why the fuck? That's Dude, what the fuck oh. are they gonna do with Jade? Who's there? Don't know. Who's there? I, it's I don't know. Right. And Jade runs her social media in a very interesting way. Uh Instagram a very interesting way. Sure thing. Uh, but her Twitter, like, she responds to fans and like I, I'm gonna assume she's in character and stuff. But like the other day she posted she's like she's like, I'm bored too, guys. Like don't you know, she's like, Don't don't ask me about my opponents. I'm also bored. Yeah, I think that's, and that's in character. That's character. Uh, but you always sort of wonder like what's actually bleeding over because there's nothing interesting for her going on right now. The, the roster isn't deep enough. No, she's fucking Goldberg. Right. <laughs> I mean it's Right. So it runs out eventually. Right. And the goal with Goldberg, which they also fumbled Fucking perfect. In, in WCW. I have your, I have your, your problem solved. Kevin Nash. I have Kevin Nash, Peter. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. You, uh, you want to print money in this business? Absolutely. Kevin Nash beats Jake Right. Cargo. What's her merch sales look like? Um, I love Kevin Nash. But, uh, and that's the same thing that WCW fumbled the ball with Goldberg, too, is the, the, the goal of a streak like this uh, is is the person who's on the streak goes over, and then the person who ends the streak is mega over. Yeah. And there ain't nobody that's, right now... Kevin Nash. That's mega over. Like that is even positioned to be Jay to be mega over and enough. I do think it was going to be Statlander. I think so too. Yeah, it was definitely going to be Statlander. Yep. Um, so main event, main event. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, yes. winner. Of this moves on to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, Danielson wins. Yeah, this match was much better than the pay per view. I thought. Yeah, uh, I thought this was really good. Do you you want to know my favorite part of this match? What's your favorite part of the match? My favorite part of this match is when Jericho gets out of the Daniel Bryan, like the elbows that the, the yeah. combat that Blackpool Combat Club does, like the where they're the shoulder yeah, pad, I know, the like those elbows, things. Yep. Uh, and Jericho tries to do them, and they look like dog yeah, shit, just powder puff. That was my favorite part. Yeah, um, Danielson's the fucking man. But the match is really good. Yeah, yeah. I, it was like mm-hmm. I thought a lot better than the pay per view yeah. match. Pay per view match was meh yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. This was fucking awesome yeah. though. Uh, Brian Danielson's the man. Mm-hmm. I love the the work on the ankle. So smart. So uh, that's one thing I wanted to, to speculate on. Ooh, speculation. Uh, is that going to come into play with the match against Mox? Yeah, why not? Right. I hope Regal so. put it over on commentary. Perfect. He goes, yeah, so what? We train to fight mm-hmm. and we train to beat each other. What does it right. matter? I was like, that's good. It's Take a, your shortcuts. It's a really interesting point because they're buddies. Mox comes out afterwards, you know, yeah. whatever. Uh, is that like... What what turns the tide in the match, or sort of what gets the match out of the the respect we're teammates thing into? I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Is that Mox takes an ankle pick, knowing that like Brian should put an extra bit of tape on that ankle, sure. 
and then Mox takes an ankle pick, and then then all bets are off, and they just beat the fuck out of each other. I do like that this is kind of like a a weird roundabout culmination of like how this story started Mm -hmm. with these two. Right. So I think this is real cool. And this has the potential to fucking bring the house down. Yeah, and I think Brian comes out of it as champion. Yeah, it'd be smart, but if Moxie says, eh, fuck it, I'll, I'll stick around a while. Hey, right. Why either not? way. Either way. Either fucking way, uh, man. I, the thing, uh, selfishly so, um, the week, the two weeks we're in Philly for AEW, it'll be the week after the champion is crowned. Conceivably, sure. Dragon Mox is main event. If it's not, they're going to do some fuckery with MJF right there. Yeah. Like, if it goes on first, then they're doing some MJF fuckery, I think. Yeah, um, but you know what? Which the, is fine. The last Grand Slam, they had Omega Danielson go on first. Yeah. So, I, 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 it's... They could do it. You want that that first image to be fucking nuts with yeah. that crowd. Like, right. I remember last year when I was on Mega Dance and the bell rang and the whole crowd yeah. just erupted, uh, you know? But I am excited because it for the potential of Brian Danielson, my favorite wrestler from 2004 to whatever, <laughs> Ring of Honor days, being in Philly... Having him come out with the title, with yeah. the title in Philadelphia, that'd be real cool. And like Mox too, I love Mox. That's fine, yeah. but like, and Mox has his ties to Philadelphia. Sure. But like, I think Danielson would get a bigger reaction in Philly, and selfishly so. I want to be there when he's there to cut yeah. his first promo with the belt o- around his waist. That place will go fucking ballistic yeah. for him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man, that that was AEW. Yeah. That was uh, I like that he tapped Jericho too. I thought that was a good good finish. Yes. Uh, you Boy, know, look at that! Jericho actually giving back to someone. For right. Months. I did think there was a potential and a case to be made for Jericho to win it, especially because of his back, the, the way he stepped up backstage, which is always going to be a factor. Same thing. Mox sure. could win this whole thing because of how many sacrifices he's made and give him the title again, give yeah. him a little nice little bonus, whatever, whatever. Um, a little thank you. Uh, but Danielson, I think. Uh, could also in that way. If I think you do need that to pull the, the trigger on Daniels. Right. I think. I think it's time. I think uh, if if and again, uh, you know, eight months. Uh, do if will Danielson win the title and hold it for that long? Probably not. But the potential for people to come back from suspension or injury and have Danielson standing there with the belt has the potential for better dream matches because mainly because we've seen them with Mox already. Yeah. For the most part. I think ha- laying letting Danielson wrestle with the title around his waist uh and have some good matches uh I think that creates some better moments and better dream match potential right now. Yeah, I agree. Than Mox. And if you're not going to pull the trigger on MJF right now, if you're going to let MJF hold it for a long time and just bide his time, if Punk does come back, and is healthy, Punk Dragon, Punk Danielson's a bigger marquee right That's now. That's a huge match. <laughs> so, uh, and you run that fucker back in Philly, in, a, in whatever, uh, because if Punk comes back, there's nowhere to put him but right back for that fucking title. Yeah, have So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be interesting. So, I good, agree, with, I, I'm happy with either. These are the two guys that I would have put in this position, uh, but let's go Danielson. I agree. Let's now, go. It maybe wasn't time, three weeks ago was it time? For him, probably not, but right now it is. Now it is. It's sure. Because there's another one, like right. I said, he stepped the fuck right. up backstage. Right. Shit and I, changes. And like I said, he said, shut the fuck up. Right. Guess what? Yeah. They shut the fuck up. Right. Everybody shut up. <laughs> I love Danielson. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
So that was all for, you know. That's it. That's it for Weekly Wrestling, pal. Except for. Except for Tenru. The watch list is back, baby. So it's been a while because we were G1'd out and it's N1'd out. Uh, please don't do that. Um, and uh, please don't do that. Um, and uh, so I picked uh, Tenru, Genichiro, Tenru. Uh, surgery was successful. Uh, he's How was it good? Two to four months recovery, but he should be okay uh, with some cervical spine issues. Uh, so that is great news. So we watched three uh, top Tenru matches. We sure did. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about them. Uh, maybe not for the reasons that everyone might think, uh, but I'm very excited because I love Tenru. Uh, Tenru is, if we're talking Japanese wrestlers, for me is uh, a top five guy. Japanese wrestlers for me, uh, I love him. Uh, uh, and I've said numerous times, my favorite uh, era of Tenru, and this man wrestled for a very long time. Uh, and we'll talk about that early, early stuff. My favorite Tenru is the early 2000s grumpy 50-year-old motherfucker Tenru. That's probably my favorite Tenru as well. Uh, and uh, we get that with the th- third-ranked match that we watched. Or from uh, WrestleMania 9, Tenru. Right. Uh, we get Tenru versus Satoshi Kojima mm-hmm. from All Japan. I don't have the date on it. It was like 2002, Featuring 2001. Stan Hansen. Right. Stan, so it's All Japan, uh, the, the Triple Crown. So Stan was president of the organization at the time. Kojima so he, with that cool mask. That, this is, I'm glad you brought that up. This is my favorite Kojima entrance gear. There's a Chara Pro of him. Chara Pro. There is. Uh, eventually, I've, I have a really good, thanks to you, uh, could like deluxe wow, that Kojima. Was, that was like years ago. It was a long time ago. It was like the beginning of this journey of our the honestly, pain, the pain man, of that our was wallets. A long fucking time. Ago. Um, wow. But if I ever ever came up cheap, I'm cool with it. Yeah. But uh, this is uh, this is Kojima. And again, it's funny because honestly, like top five Japanese wrestler of all time, Kojima makes a really good case for being in my top five. Also, so this is cool. Um, Who are your top five all time? Difficult, but Japanese wrestlers. Uh, number one is Kibashi because that's the way it will all, always and forever will be. Uh, just Japanese wrestlers. I know I put it on the spot. It's very difficult. Um, my number two is Ultimo Dragon. Uh, even though notoriety more so, I think in America, that my more experience with him, still calling him Japanese yeah. wrestler. Uh, Ultimo is is my favorite masked wrestler of all time. My favorite luchador if you will but he's not really uh so it it's gonna go kobashi ultimo dragon um, um you know what i'll then i'll go tenru i'll go kojima and for five very difficult just because you're staring through me uh, I will say the great mood. Oh, I will say Keji Mudo, uh, but much like Tenru, uh, the early 2000s Keji Mudo. I love Mudo with all my heart. Mudo is a great professional wrestler. Uh, all right. But he was always in the company I wasn't watching <laughs> until his 2000s All Japan. Uh, is is fine, uh, but here, but here, here's here's the caveat though. Uh, you said my favorite, not the best. 
Uh, is is Muto a better wrestler than Kojima? Of course he is. Is he probably a better wrestler than Tenru? Of course he is. Um, it's just your favorite. That's but all. favorite wise, I'll put him at number five. Okay. Uh, and I love him. Uh, but yeah, I when I was watching when my formative Japanese wrestling years were happening through tape trading, uh, I wasn't as obsessed with Muto until the 2000s. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll allow it. So, because I could tell you fuck all about New Japan in the 90s. That's sad. Yeah. All right. That's so, fine. yeah. Okay. Uh, but all right. So, Kojima Tenru, do you want to name your top five or you want to be put on the spot? The Great Muda, number one. Okay. Keiji Muda, number two. No. no. <laughs> number two, Katsukabashi. Okay. Number three, Jushin Thunder Lager. Okay. Lager's a good one. Great one. Number four, Kazuchika Okada. Okay. Wow. Good for Okada. Number five, I probably would say... God, I know it's tough. It's always tough on the last stuff. Um, I would go... Probably Toshiaki Kawada. Okay. I was wondering if you were going to put another pillar in there. Yeah. I would have thought you would have put Misawa there. I love Misawa. Yeah. But I, I'm so fucking back and forth on where I rank my right. pillars. Yes, it's always too. Kobashi one, and then it's like yeah. two and three Kawada. Misawa is always back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I'll go. I'm, I'm, in, okay. I'm in a Kawada mood. So we're right, Kawada. Good. Okay. So uh, well, let's talk about this match. Yes. Uh, this is miserable Tenru yes. uh, versus young Kojima. I, I've We've watched this before. Yeah. Um, I think we probably did Kojima at yeah. some point. Um, so old man Tenru does a spider German suplex in this he match. Sure as fuck does, man. <laughs> Which is shocking to everyone ever. It's, it blew my mind. Uh, I thought this match felt big and was big. You know, Co- crowd was molten. Crowd's, red hot. crowd's rocking. Stan reads the pro- proclamation because he's president <laughs> of the association. Uh, does he give out an err? I don't know if you remember he did or not, but he probably <laughs> no, did. No, but it reminds me of my favorite video. Yeah. From a couple of months ago. Er. <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, so. Fucking Stan. Uh, the, the, you know, you see it a lot. Eddie Kingston has been more and more, uh, paying tribute to Tenru also. Sure. Uh, and very much that style. Tenru is very interesting. We'll talk about it in the number one ranked match that we watch. But like Tenru creates, helps create the style that births the pillars. Yeah. Uh, and so he is the King's yeah, Road style. He's, he's a precursor responsible to them, yeah. for it, right? Um, so you see a lot of that in, in what Eddie likes, uh, and what I like, what you like. Uh, the Tenru punch chop corner combo, uh, is it's gross. Yeah. Um it it looks completely real. Uh, and so Tenru uh sumo legend, sumo champion in Japan, yep. uh switches to wrestling trained by the funks. Uh because if you were come up, if you were trying to become a professional wrestler in all Japan wrestling in the seventies or eighties, you were sent to Amarillo, Texas. Baba Absolutely. said, Here's your ticket, you're going to Texas. Yeah. Good fucking luck. <laughs> That's true. Um, fucking true. <laughs> so uh, but the the chop punch, chop punch, they're always gross. They're amazing. Uh, I think the triple crown matches, uh, and this is this is post 
Exodus. So, you know, these guys, you know, Tenru has has a history. He leaves in the 90s when things are getting real hot to do his own stuff. Comes back here. He's in FMW. SWS, had, right? SWS first, then and War. Then yeah. uh, you know, Super World of Sport had the agreement with WWF. Like, yeah. tried and tried. And it, it's great fucking stuff. I love seeing the pictures of, like, uh, Tenru versus Macho Man. Right. You know? It's insane. You know, Landstorm told that story about Tenru slipping him yeah. an extra $1,000 because he said babies are expensive. Yep. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, and it never quite caught on. But, like, Tenru. You know, Chris Jericho talks about him. It's Tenru discovered a lot of guys. Tenru, or you see Jericho, Ultimo Dragon in war before you saw it any fucking Absolutely. where else. There's a lot of cool people that showed up in those yep. promotions before Rey they were Mysterio. anywhere else. Right. It's wild shit. Yeah. Um, and so this is him back. Uh, Triple Crown matches. Triple Crown is my favorite sort of belt. Uh, not look, but like prestige. Uh, I wish I watched All Japan. Uh, I wish it was better. Uh you know, there's. That, I wish it was. I, just, I do like. I just wish it had. It's the, the I, truth. It, I'm, it, I'm with it, you, man. It eventually got really, really hurt. Uh, and New Japan was also down at the time, and All Japan just hasn't recovered. No. But the Triple Crown is what I love. Uh, you know, it's my favorite title in wrestling, uh, and I think the big time matches for the Triple Crown are always always seem big and crazy because. Like I just the, the escalation in them is insane. It's it's the yeah. style. It's the King Road King's style. Road, yep. It has the build uh, that is is typically not seen in Enochiism, uh, and is a bit more of a Western style. Yeah. But like just the build and then the desperation towards the end. Like it's just every time the Triple Crown is on the line, and it's not that there's not that's not that there's not bad Triple Crown matches because there are there are. Uh, but like and the good ones and the great ones. Uh, the both wrestlers at the end of it feel like they have absolutely nothing left. If you can stand on your own power you after a triple crown match, you didn't have a good triple yep. crown match. Yeah, you didn't give and this one hits all those hallmarks. Kojima's young here. You know, uh, I don't know exactly his start date, but I I met him in 2003 at Final Battle. This is before that. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a banger. Uh, Kojima is a great fucking professional wrestler, yeah. uh, and I always talk about it, and that's why this match is funny, too, because I see him in Noah now, in his 50s, like Tenru is here, he should be having a run like this. Well, uh, he did just have the GSC belt. He did just have the GSC belt. Uh, this is this is a hell of a battle. Uh, Tenru wins it, wins the Triple Crown, uh, and I just, I love it. I love the belt. I love seeing Tenru. I love his old man mashed potato body. Uh, and whole lumpy and grumpy, right? He's lumpy and grumpy, Mr. Grumpy. <laughs> that's what we called him when we were kids, Mr. Grumpy. And uh, he's just a miserable prick, and Kojima has yeah. to survive him, he rules and doesn't. So, uh, yeah, so this match is awesome. Um, the second match that I watched, it's the number two ranked in this thing. Uh, is I'm, and I'm not gonna tip my hand completely, but I probably will. Uh, Tenru and a young. Kawada. You already tipped your hand completely. Did I? Yeah, on Twitter. Oh, you did. okay. Uh, am I wrong? Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, so Tenrun Kawada versus Hanson and Gordy. I'll agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, I'm shocked by that. Uh, a young Kawada. This is like 88, 89. So Kawada has, doesn't have his yellow yet. Old, like young Kawada is very jarring. It's weird. Me. Right. I'm so like. In a weird blue cheetah print. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this is a tag match. And uh, to me, my favorite match out of the three. Uh, I don't think wrestling like this exists anymore. Uh, this is a 
uh, the crowd is on the edge of their seats and also terrified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is, it is, uh, everything is, all four of these guys commit 100% to hitting each other as hard as they can, as often as they can. There is very little wrestling moves. This is a fight. Yeah, it's very, like, uh, fight oriented. This is, to me, it is just insane. Uh, I love watching Terry Gordy. I, I Every time I watch Terry Gordy, when Terry Gordy was in Japan and great, I'm like, God damn it. Like, this dude uh, should have been more. Because this is 88 or 89. Yeah. Uh, when the fuck is he the executioner? <laughs> like 96? Right. So, so, you know, you're less than a decade after this and he's done. Yeah. Physically worn out, mentally destroyed. Uh, and that's a travesty because nobody moves like Terry Gordy. Uh, every time Terry Gordy hits a rope, I'm worried for him yeah. because he leans all the way in. Terry Gordy fucking rules. Terry Gordy is amazing. Hey, Michael. Uh, <laughs> you know, and like, he's a guy who never got the necessarily prestige. I mean, Freebirds were huge uh, in an era right before wrestling really fucking explodes, right? Yeah. Uh, but in Japan, he got a ton of it. Oh, uh, sure. Major star there, just an absolute freight train of a human being. Uh, whether it's he's in the ring with against someone or he's a massive human, he's a massive yeah. human freight train of a guy. Whether he's in the ring against somebody or trying to break down a door to an apartment, um, well, <laughs> he he nobody moves like him. Stan is Stan. Uh, he just he just beating the shit out of people and kicking people in the head with his real cowboy boots and larrying everyone's fucking head off. His knees are wrapped to shit. They are. This match. They are. And he goes for another decade. Yeah. Uh, this is a young Tenru. Uh, Quada under his arm. They're in revolution together. Under his wing. Yeah. They're in revolution together. God, I want one of those revolution jackets so fucking bad. Uh, nobody's ever gonna get them. Uh. But uh, I I look like one of his bootleggers, but yo, yeah, right. Make well, me make go. me a one of one jacket. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I love this match. Uh, I, I'm interested to hear what you think about it because I, I was just completely enamored and fascinated. And like, uh, if wrestling like this existed today, I don't like. If somebody came out and tried to do a match like this, I don't think the crowd would get behind it. I don't think they would like it. No, and we often like talk about that. Like the yeah. weekend when Tim was here and we watched mm-hmm. that Flair Wyndham match. Yeah. it's like, would people like this mm-hmm. now? You know. Yeah. Um, and I don't like, I mean, I think maybe that's why I like look at, at, at it where I'm like, wouldn't people like this if it happened yeah. now? I would, you would. Yeah. I don't know if people would. I, I, I thought it was good. Like, yeah. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like, oh, it fucking was boring or whatever. No, mm-hmm. I thought it was good. It's that all Japan, like beat em up style nineties mm-hmm. tag, well, yeah. late eighties, early nineties yeah. tag really. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, I I thought it was good. I didn't think it was the best match of the three. Okay, um, but I did. I thought it was good. Would you still give it five stars? Because this um, is a five star match according to Meltzer. Man, I don't know what the fuck constitutes five stars anymore. Okay. I really don't. Like, All I right. just yes, okay. I probably would. All right. Um, I would for sure. I just don't. Out of the three that I watched, mm-hmm. this was my second favorite. Okay. Um. I think the reason why this one hit me in the way it did and I wanted other people to watch it is because it doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't. It's a very singular style that lasted in Japan for a bit. You know, this is a yeah. very Stan Hansen style wrestling match. Sure. This is a, even a little bit of a holdover from 
the sort of late 70s style with the funks and Stan yeah. and Brody. Like, this is very much that. Like, when you're in a match with Stan, this is what you have to do. Stan and Gordy or Doc and Gordy or whoever it happens to fucking be. Yeah. Uh, it's what happens. It was a style of, of Gaijin in Japan. And I was just completely fascinated and enamored with, like, how different it is and felt and how real it felt for wrestling. Yeah. And how, at the end, uh, Tenru, thankfully... Uh, moved his legs a little bit so he knew that he wasn't actually dead. <laughs> I like Terry Gordy's little dance celebration. Yeah, that. that always makes me happy. Yes, absolutely. All right, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a second place from you. So the f- number one ranked match, also five stars, is Tenru versus Jumbo Sharuda uh, from '88. Uh, Jumbo a few months earlier had just unified the Triple Crown with yeah. Stan. So Stan's there, sort of ringside, keeping an eye. Just fucking hanging out in his right. goddamn coveralls. Uh, so, yeah. This, so Tenru is Jumbo's first number one contender for the newly unified Triple Crown. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout out uh, to uh, Claudio Sharpshooter. Uh, he has this match tattooed on his leg. He, or not, not this match, but the, unifi- the unification match. I was like, the whoa, stand he jump, has this the, fucking tattooed the stand, on him? The stand jumbo match, the unification oh, wow. is tattooed on his leg. Of It's like pictures of them both. I mean, with that's the, kind of fucking yes. sick. So, uh, Triple Crown was what we loved. I need to start getting wrestling. So, uh, Tenru is his first number one contender. Uh, Tenru and Jumbo are friends, tag team members, uh, and <laughs> shit has gone sour since then. Uh, and uh, Jumbo wants to teach Tenru a lesson. He sure does. Uh, and so uh, this match is interesting. So this is rated five stars. Was this your favorite match? No. Okay. I'm glad. So you like the Kojima one the best. So and, that one's sub five so, stars. So here's my thing. Okay. I think because I have more of a connection to Kojima. Sure. Not saying that I don't have a connection to like Terry Gordy or right. Stan Hansen. I love those mm-hmm. guys. That's not my Kawada. Right. It's sure. like I said, it's very like it's very weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, the Kojima okay. match was my number All one. Right. I like that. And and I and I love that Tenru more. This match was interesting to me. So uh this is five stars. This is regarded they had a, another match a few months later and is is also Rated like four and a half this or is five like, stars. Like Jerry Curl Tenru. Yes. Like, like it's with young, the Afro yes, scene. Right. This is young Tenru. Yeah. <laughs> and Jumbo's a guy we talk about. We said we always want to sort of learn a little bit more about him I because do. he is the I ace. Do. But he's from an era that wasn't really there and he gets sick in the nineties, right? Yeah. So but this match is sort of considered the the creation and the catalyst of King's Road that becomes nineties all Japan with the pillars. This is sort of the match that that in one of the matches, but like the kickoff. That sets begins to set this style. It sets the tone, right? Yeah. So, and it's interesting because this is Jumbo being like, "You're gonna have to survive me." Yeah, and I don't know that you can. And like, I'm not. I, I'm not here to you. Know, you gotta beat me. I don't gotta beat you. So like, Tenru's trying, and Jumbo just puts him in a fucking headlock. Yeah. And like, and then works a headlock, and, and it's weird seeing Tenru in that position, right? It know? is, and, yeah, but they're young weird. men here, and Jumbo is a god. Yeah, he right? at the time, absolutely. So, uh, so like Jumbo spends this match just trying to grind the will out of Tenru. Yeah, like it's not it, you know, and they hit hard and they do moves and, and so all trying that. Trying to like teach him a bit of a lesson, right? And Tenru tries to speed up the match and hits a little harder, and then Jumbo's like, "No, we're just going back to this fucking headlock, dude." Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
so like that's really interesting because Tenryu and also the big thing about this match is Jumbo is a god. The Triple Crown is unified a few months before this. He is he is Jumbo fucking Sharuda. But that crowd is yelling Tenru. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and that's another thing that works in this match is that pisses Jumbo off. Yeah. So like, oh, you want to cheer this guy? All right, fucking headlock. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's really interesting. Tenru's explosive. He's hard hitting. But he can't get away from how actually bigger Jumbo is than And him. Jumbo's bigger than him, yep. So Jumbo has that advantage to, okay, you can hit me all you want. But as soon as you give me the opportunity, I'm putting you in a fucking hold. Yeah. Uh, I like this match a lot. I like Jumbo. I like Tenru of this era. It's interesting to see the style that I love. That's my favorite wrestling sort of be created here. And again, Jumbo gets sick in the 90s. Uh, you know, he's around. He helped. He sort of works with these guys a lot. Uh, you know, Akira Tao is his is his mentee. Yep. Uh, you know, he works. He he's he's responsible for training these guys, teaching these guys how to wrestle. Because at this point, if you look around that ring, the four pillars are there in their fucking geese, like their fucking yeah. jumpsuits, yeah. windbreaker suits from the from the dojo. Um, and then, but into the nineties, Jumbo's still there, but he's slowing down and he gets sick. And then in like ninety two, Tenru Tenru is he he's in SWS. He starts SWS. He has the deal with the WWEs and the Rumble. Yeah. He starts War. He misses all Japan. Yeah, he's not in the involved pillars. in it. Yeah, he doesn't come back until no. like the the late maybe the late nineties, if not after, not until two thousand completely. Yeah. So like, you know, he's in FMW towards the end of the nineties, like all that shit. So like, he was a guy who was. Would have probably been the biggest star yeah. uh, of all Japan of the 90s. But also because he leaves in a year or two, few years after this, and Jumbo gets sick, um, they have to pick these young guys to yeah. carry the company. And it ends up being the greatest era of professional wrestling yeah. probably ever. It, it ends up uh, right. jackpot, 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 right. jackpot, jackpot. Which you get five guys. Yeah. Uh, four guys in Akira Tao who <laughs> who light the world on fire and change professional wrestling, yeah. right? Uh, their fingerprints and their DNA is over everything, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's interesting to see these guys do this in what is such an important match and then realize that Tenru leaves and facilitates, ends up accidentally creating something for all Japan where they were like, well, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. Our, we were talking about this earlier. Our ace is literally like done. Gone, yeah. You know, he's like, he's withering here. Yeah. Uh, and Jumbo ends up being fine. He just leaves wrestling. He actually teaches in Oregon. He teaches at a college in Oregon for a bunch of years in the nineties, which is crazy. That's wild. Um, but, uh, and Tenru leaves, and Tenru is a massive star. So like, what do we do? So then these guys, they, well, we got to use these young guys. We have no other fucking option. Um, so that's interesting. I like this match. Uh, it's five stars. I would probably adjust the, these five stars. Yeah, this was my least favorite of the so, three. Not right. saying that it was bad, Me too. though. Me too. It's, I, I think it's really good, uh, but it's of a specific era. Yes, I agree. And... You know, Tim and Tim and Marcus on Final Wrestling Place did a really interesting thing a few weeks ago. There's episodes where they were watching the five star matches and they talked like, "Would the, would you still rate this five star?" Because wrestling changes. What's what's a five star? Uh, you know, Meltzer gives out five stars like fun sized candy bars on Halloween. Yeah, and that's what uh, I, I don't go by. It but anymore. back then, they, they people always say, "Oh, when five stars mattered, uh-huh. it, this is when Meltzer was giving out five stars that they actually earned it, right?" Um, and so I was watching this and thinking, like, I really like this match. <clears throat> I like the story told. I like the guys involved. But is it five stars? I don't think so. 
Um, I, it, it's not far off, you know, it's still a really good match. Uh, it's just paced differently and uh, the pieces aren't falling into place yet on this one. Uh, and that makes it really interesting to me. Uh, but it is sort of could be to some people hard to watch. Like I like uh, you know we always we always break Adam's balls, Adam Vance balls on here for not watching wrestling before 1990 and all that sort of shit. I could see uh, him hating. This, uh, right, so. I couldn't. Like, like, I couldn't not, show him this match. It's not me and joking. I, and about, I like, I, I could, like, I, yeah, I could I, actually see him being like, "Nah, I don't like right. it." Right, I get it. I wouldn't hold it against him at all. Right, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's when he asks if we're all going to pretend that the Stokely Hathaway stuff is any good. That's what I hold against him. Um, that's not true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, I, I can completely understand that. So I think I back off of this one from the five stars a little bit, uh, and. It's funny because the the tag matches is wild, so that creates something where I could show it to somebody be like, "You've never seen anything like this." Yeah, uh, and that Kojima match is sort of a culmination of what wrestling is now. It's just it's past the King's Road era. Kojima is in all Japan, but but you know floats around all all over the place, and sort of the Kojima Tenru match out of these three. Is a lot similar to what you see out of Ishii matches now, and a lot of what you see out of those more hard hitting. Uh, some people call it strong style. That's not exactly accurate. I think wrestling. We've talked about this. I think it's. I think it's more of a hybrid now. I think strong style and Kings Road have yeah. hybridized, which is fine. Uh, which is fine by me. Uh, and sometimes they lean a little bit further one way than the other. Sure. Uh, you know, sometimes it's it's sixty forty. You know, Kings Road to strong style or yeah. seventy thirty, whatever. But I think it's all sort of hybridized, hybridized and homogenized. Um, but this is and hypothesized, right? Watching the creation of Kings Road is super interesting. Um, but unless you are exposed to it and interested in it, it may not work the best for you. Yeah. I liked it a lot. But I will agree with you. It's my third favorite match yeah. out of what we watched. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean it's not really good. Doesn't mean these guys aren't great. Doesn't mean they do things really well. It's a really cool story here. It's just you do sometimes have to pick and choose what you watch from the pre-wrestling boom of the 90s. You do. Yeah, you do. Because not everything still works. No. And stuff like this was crazy then because you weren't seeing anything like it. But wrestling yeah. has changed so much. But then it's like, yeah, like look at four years later, what right. happens? Exactly. Go, Whoa. Why, exactly. Why am I watching that? You right. Know? Exactly. Like, or I mean, even look at you know, I, I always like to cite it, but like you know, uh, and like some people, I saw people commenting on this on Cage Match, and they're usually idiots or whatever. But it's like if you compare this to because all because across the across the world, Ric Flair's in his prime. Sure. Here, absolutely. right? Absolutely. And in 88, 89, it's Flair and Steamboat, Flair, Steamboat and then it's Flair, Flair Funk in 89. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those beat the brakes off of this match every time. 100%. It's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I will put I will put almost anything against that Flair Funk I quit match and tell you that that's, that's number one. You can't do shit to compete against it. Um, you can argue with me all you want, and I will hear those arguments, <laughs> but at the end of the night, I will kick you out of my house and be like, what a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> I'll shake your hand, I'll give you a hug, and then as soon as the door closes, I'm like, moron. Never allowed back. <laughs> uh, um, I locked the door extra hard. <laughs> uh, um, 
but uh but yeah it was really interesting uh i uh i really like watching these matches i love i love tenru yeah man uh, it was, i love all these guys involved. yeah they were fun watching uh those. i will always watch stan hansen matches He's, he is a particular taste Ew. of pro wrestling <laughs> uh if you know me you know that i love the miracle violence connection so i love terry gordy with all my heart sure uh and so this was this was a lot of people i really loved uh doing Kind of three very different matches, which is interesting. Yeah, they are. They're definitely three, and that's that's kind styles. of a cool thing to do out of a guy who's had such a such a, a long career, such an impactful career uh, in the ring and outside of it, like Tenru has, and finding talent and being a good boss and influencing wrestling that way, and also dressing up like a giant Hayabusa in FMW in 1989. I love that so, so much. <laughs> uh, hell of a career on this guy. I'm glad he's doing good, and I'm glad we watched these matches. I am too. That was a, this was a fun jump back into the That's watch good. list. Good. Uh, and speaking of that. Uh, this week we have nothing going on, so I floated to you, and you seem to agree, Absolutely. mainly because you don't want to have a fight with me in my own house. Uh, speaking of the pillar, speaking oh. of the best era I'll of professional wrestling, <laughs> uh, and I will uh, reveal to you why I wanted to do this here also, because I have, uh, I have a, a hope and a wish that I don't think is going to happen. Okay. But if it does happen, I want to watch it as quickly as possible. I know what you're, yeah, now so, I know what you're thinking now. Uh, it is DDT is running on the 18th, which is just two days from now. Uh, the 30th anniversary of Junaki Yama show Sternness sure. 30th anniversary. The card isn't really released yet. Uh, I think there's, I think it's been out there, but like it's not listed on Wrestle Universe. I think he's in a match with Takashita and a six man tag, whatever. Um, you watch more DDT than I do. I do. I want to watch a little bit more, get a little more involved. Good. That uh, makes me happy. I love Akiyama. Who doesn't? That's a fact. Uh, and knowing a guy who I've watched for, uh, I mean, I'll say most of his career, but I had no idea who the fuck he was in 1992. Uh, but I did, you know, a, a handful of more years later, I did. And I love him. Uh, and he is super innovative. And uh, everybody stole everything from him. For a very long time. Big facts, He's the, he's the fifth pillar. It's the way it is. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited. I want to watch this show and watch this whole show. I want to see the sort of the, the Akiyama celebration that it is. Yeah. And in my, in my hopes and dreams, I close my eyes and I'm thinking to myself, you know, Eddie Kingston wasn't on TV at all this week. Nope. <laughs> Eddie Kingston has doesn't have a program on AEW right, right now. now. Certainly doesn't. Right. Uh, and maybe you know, maybe you're waiting. You, you, New York, Arthur Arthur Ashe. That's his hometown too. Absolutely. So is. maybe you build something there. Maybe you don't. Who knows? Uh, and I'm not saying that. And, and this is this is pure fucking speculation, pal. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that Eddie Eddie Kingston shows up at this DDT show. <laughs> Uh, I'm saying it, that the I think there is a 10% chance that he does, and if he is, I want to be fucking watching it when it happens. Yeah. Uh, I think that there's a slightly more, a slightly larger chance of him having a promo where he calls out Akiyama. Like a pre-recorded tape? Right. 
like Akiyama, like they do oh like Oh my god, a, it'd be so perfect. Like calls out Akiyama and they announce, oh my god, Dynamite in Philadelphia. Right. And he kicks him versus June so, Akiyama. But something like a Akiyama wins or, or they're like, he wins and they're, okay, here's a here's a, a package of everyone saying congratulations on 30 years. Kobashi. Yeah, sure, sure. All these guys. He's yeah. a legend. Akiyama's been around forever. And then at some point in it, Eddie Kingston face shows up and he's like, hey, Akiyama, you know, you're my hero, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I want to fight you. Yeah. And then, and I want to see that if it happens. I, I have no idea if it will. This is just in my hopes and my dreams. Yeah. It, chance that there, it is a much bigger chance that none of this will happen. Uh, but I want to watch the show anyway. And I want to, if, it, if, if my dreams come true and Eddie Kingston's dreams come true, I want to watch it as it happens. I don't want to be like, oh shit, this happened. Let me go watch it. Yeah. I want to see it before it hits Twitter. I get that. Uh, so that's my interest in that show. That works. Also, uh, there is, an all Japan show coming up, fiftieth anniversary. I yeah, think it they is. started in seventy. Right, they, they started in the same year when they when they split. Yeah. Um. I don't. I think that's this weekend or this week coming up. We're gonna look into that. Yeah. Uh, if there's a way to fucking watch it, I would like to because they're saying like they fucking, have they have a streaming service, right? But like Kobashi, Hanson, Kawada, like yeah. all those guys are gonna be there, not involved in anything, just uh, you know appearance and whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll think about that one, too. But watch this next week is this DDT show, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, I know it's a little harder because it's on Wrestle Universe for everyone to watch along. Uh, if you're really, really interested, uh, reach out, and we will give you some tips and tricks on how you can watch Listen, my the main, DDT my show. Listen, my main man, uh, Craig, I know he'll be watching. Yeah. So that makes me happy. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and then we'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll throw a curveball and, and talk a little bit more Akiyama afterwards, too. Yeah. Uh, because the dude does fucking rule. Oh, the fucking, uh, and fucking still uh, rules. Great Kabuki will be there too. At the All Japan show? Yeah. Oh, he's doing a dance. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that. He will perform a dance. Yeah. At the All Japan show, not at the Sturdness show. <laughs> Somebody take the damn money. <laughs> kabuki. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so that's what we're doing next week and then the week after that we're going to be in AEW so yes, in it we're, we're getting hired we're in yeah, AEW yeah, we're in AEW we're in yeah, it we're in it yeah, now we're going to be we're, we're going to be in as an insomnia that's cookies. right suckers yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah you got anything else no nah, man you want to talk about you good I'm, uh, I'm good to go okay. brother um did, All right. you, did you buy anything oh shit did I buy anything no when did we buy those the Ultimo Fucking did, I don't know. Did I buy Was it this Friday? Last Friday? Fucking no. Was that when remember. they went on sale? I think they did. Okay, hold on. I don't fucking remember either, man. It's been so long. Uh, it's been so long. That was September seventh. Jeez, that was two weeks ago. It was nine days ago. Holy fuck! Well, I didn't buy shit then. Okay, did yeah. you? No, All but right. buying Power Town tomorrow. God damn it. We are. Uh no, I bought nothing. Uh, I was in the woods. Uh, so that is it. I yeah, didn't, I, I didn't buy anything but a but a liquid death at Pearl Jam. So, oh, well, I could say I bought a sandwich. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I so bought a sandwich. Right, that. Cool. Cool. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Pretty great. Uh, so 
<laughs> so that's that. I did get stuff in. I got the war bonnet in. I got my Bam Bam in. Yeah, I, had, I have I, mine in. Too. I got my Yasagi Yojimbo in. It was like a th- two days in a row fest of figures. Thank you, Fig Daddy Cool. Right, the real toy influencer. That's true. The absolute real to- toy influencer. Uh, and like we did get hint, the, hint out of the check didn't clear, yeah, pal. Right. And we did get the uh, the shipping notifications for our Chainsaw Charlies. Yeah, so this should be uh, in and soon-ish. speaking of. Uh, and we, it was funny because before this, we said it was going to be a short show. I know we we always go, we always do exactly what we're, we're going to do. Yeah, it's just, um, it is what the fuck it is, man. Uh, they changed the they changed the expression on the Chainsaw Charlie. Did you notice? Is it not a screaming face? Not anymore? screaming face anymore. A, it looks better. I didn't really notice. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, look at the on card. We'll show right, it afterwards. It comes with the regular Terry head, which is the ECW figure Terry head, but has a different facial expression than that. I think maybe it, it, yeah. it's it's very very similar. Uh, and then the the in the pantyhose the actual chainsaw Charlie had that it's no longer the weird like wide mouth yell. They changed oh, its look. Okay. It looks better. It looks a little bit more like Terry with his just face pressed. Sorry. No. Oh. Kevin Ford. Oh God. Speaking of Kevin Ford again, tweeted me said uh, next week on Impact, Aussie Open, Motor City Machine. Guns. Oh yeah. Woof. That's a good match. I'll be talking about that. Look out. Impact man, yeah, guess I, be- so. I believe in Joe Hendry. There you go, I believe in Joe Hendry too. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, we both appreciate it very much. We do. Uh, you can find us Thanks, online babes. at We Need Wrestling, uh, We Need Wrestling.com. We're a proud member of the Soon to Be Named Network at STBN Network Loud on Twitter, Soon to Be Named Network.com, Soon to Be Named Network.tumblr.com. Check out all the shows there. Joe compiles them all because he's a madman. Uh, us, Final Wrestling Place, Hit My Music, Longbox Heroes, At Odds with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Puzzle Warriors, Three Profane Arguments, Wings on Wings on Wings on Wings, Wings on Hit Wings, our other show, Hit My Music, I think I already said, maybe I didn't. Well, I'll say it again. Okay, I'll say, say it, I'll say it a third time, Hit My Music, uh, what the hell is Final Wrestling Place, did I say them already? You I threw me so, off yep. my fucking game. Uh, Come on now. And uh, No Chance in Helmet, the yes. limited... Uh, run the limited helmet series. The little limited helmet series. Uh, check all those out. The Lamborghini of NFL helmet podcast. That's true. The room, room. Um, check all that out. Uh, I will plug. Uh, uh, Claudio Sharpshooter at Firepro M2Ks relaunched the uh NEPA wrestling website. Yes, go check so, that so out. Check that out. Support. Um, let me uh, let me bring up the actual. Proper. Uh, I think it's at NEPA Wrestling on Twitter. No, I think it's a little. Was it, it, it a little kabuki? It is a little kabuki ish. Let me see. Uh, it's NEP Wrestling. NEPA Wrestling dot com. Yeah. Uh, is the website, but the Twitter handle is P Wrestling NEPA. Okay. At P Wrestling NEPA. Yes. Go check it uh, out. Check that Give out. He has a, he has an article up. Uh, gonna be focusing sort of on stuff that's that's around here. This started way back when Chikara yeah. was was hitting on all cylinders many, many moons ago, uh, and he brought it back to focus sort of on the 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 NEPA, sort of the catalyst of LVAC not really getting talked about, even though they grew, drew a, damn near a thousand fans and raised a bunch of money for charity. Nobody, nobody fucking talked about it until Mark Madden opened his fat bad. bullfrog of a mouth. <laughs> um, so so check that out. Uh, again, uh, Twitter's at P Wrestling NEPA, and it's NEPA Wrestling.com. There's yes. an article up there, so check all that out. 
and uh, it's local. Support. It's local. We'll be back next week uh, with more it. wrestling talk, some Akiyama talk, and uh, who knows what the fuck else is going to happen. It's a quiet week. Can wrestling stay quiet for two weeks in a row? I don't think it can. And I'll can. leave you with this. Yoot. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!